Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another 42 level one. I'm one of your hosts, Alison Kennedy. This is episode 299.5, and here with me as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andy Oka. Yes, and apologies if my sound quality is poor tonight or connection is bad. I'm actually on training for work down in London and I'm in my wonderful hotel room after a lovely, lovely dinner. Mm. <laughs> I need a review of this dinner. So so how how was how was your uh, your dinner, Ali? Right, so I ordered a pizza, um mm-hmm. and a pint of coke, right? And I thought mm-hmm. I'll get it to the Oops. That was my tablet. I wasn't really in the mood to go down and sit and eat, so I was like, I'll just stay up here, and I was phoning Tasha and we even anyway. Went down to get my pizza, and what appeared was what looks like a Spanish omelette or a quiche. Like, <laughs> this thing's, like, awful. And the pull of grease in the middle of it, the salami's undercooked, the base is, like, chalk white, and the top's all burnt. I took, like, one slice of it, and, yeah, I had to stop. The coke also... It's either watered down, down or out of syrup because it's like light brown, looks like looks pale like, ale. Looks like, like iced piss. tea. Yeah, Coca Cola is meant to be like black. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah, um, luckily last night I went across to the Tesco's here because I'm here for like another two nights, and um, yeah, I bought some pot noodle style things. So I at least did something to eat, but oh mm. my god, that's the worst. It's not even a pizza. It doesn't deserve to be called a pizza. So, so this, so this pizza was this a pizza from the the hotel that you're staying in? It was yes. Why did you not just get a Domino's? <clears throat> because like the 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 works already okayed money for like they basically put a tab behind the bar. Ah, uh, okay, sort. Okay. Do you mm. know what I mean? So it's included in the room anyway. Mm. So I thought, I thought, shit, sorry. I thought I might as well just. Order it while it's here. So yeah, they don't get pizza from from that hotel. Holiday Inn. <laughs> Holiday. Oh geez, yeah. <laughs> don't get pizza from Holiday Inn. No, no. I, even if I was drunk, I don't think this would be appetising. Using the photo of it, didn't you? No, it does not look good at all. <laughs> like, oh my oh. god. The uh, I mean, <laughs> I've I've burnt pizzas like at home that have been like from Iceland and they've been in better condition than that pizza. Yeah, see underneath, you know how the top's quite brown and like yeah, the yeah. cheese is quite burnt underneath mm. is just pale white undercooked. That's, that's weird, eh? They must, they must have like one of those like yeah, an oven that heats from the top type thing. 
Yeah, they must just. I think it's all night staff as well, so they just clearly put the pizza in and pushed the button. But I don't think this sort of hotel has a chef anyway, because it's meant for like a one night stopover before your flight style thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, or or a business meeting, whereas I'm down here technically a business meeting, but for tonight, well, yeah. last night, tonight, and tomorrow night. So see, when, see when I used to work in the in the hotel, right? They used to uh, they used to, they started offering room service and. Uh, and so the the night port the night port would have to do the room service when whenever it came in and it was very it was very real that somebody would actually order something, but they uh, sometimes they would so they would go oh can I get like this thing and like you'd have to fucking make it and like uh, the <laughs> the only things that that I could make because like I did it a couple of times when uh, when I was covering for when like someone was on holiday and the only things yeah. that I could make was like salad and crisps. <laughs> Salad and crisps. If right, anybody so like, stay, like <laughs> coming right up, and it's the salad and crisps. Yeah, uh, lobster, like, please. Salad and crisps. <laughs> I don't think there was lobster in that, but there was like a couple other things on the menu that were like cooked things, and like they they would be like, "Oh, can I get this?" And I'm like, "We don't have any of that." <laughs> can I get this then? Oh. No, we don't have any of that. What have you got? Salad and crisps. <laughs> and you know what was the funniest thing? It was like about seven quid, and you got like you got like one packet of crisps <laughs> and like yeah. some fucking salad and it was like seven quid <laughs> it's disgusting like this, was, the, like shocking. I've never left a pizza Andy as you know yeah. I've never left a pizza and I've ate a three foot pizza with Fraser remember we shared at that yep. time mm-hmm. and went that this is like I've had one slice and I'm just looking at it thinking that's absolutely disgusting it's even got the cheek to have a stuffed crust what could you uh, what could you do with the pizza He's not eating. I could throw it into the railway line. <laughs> you could wait till it hardens and then use it as a bit of a frisbee. Yeah, but it won't frisbee because there's a bit out of it now. <laughs> it's so um, horrible looking. See, see anytime when I, when I get stuff like that, like I just feed it to the dog. I'm like, yeah, you can just have this. And like any, because like, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really eat pizza crust, so like I just give them to the dog. Yeah. This my cats wouldn't even eat this. I don't think your dog yep. would eat this. My dog would eat it, <clears throat> guaranteed. My dog eats fucking anything. My dog used to eat shoes, like leather shoes. shoes. Yeah. yeah. Not my yeah, shoes. Well, she would never touch my shoes, but Ashley's shoes. She uh, ate like four pairs of her shoes. <laughs> like as in like ate the full thing down to the sole. Like. <laughs> oh dear. Um. Yeah. So we'll get started. Yes. Let's do it. Okay, before we start, I'd like to dedicate this show to the memory of Stanley and pass our wishes on to his friends and family. Uh, sad news that Stanley died uh, yesterday at 95. Mm. Yeah, Big man. Uh, on my, mm. my childhood, and not, nobody will come close to what he did for comic. No, never. There's, there's no way. Like, uh, comics were, I mean, they weren't nothing before Stanley, but, like, if you look at some of the characters and stuff like that that are uh, that he created and that popularised comics back in the day like back in like, the 70s and 80s and that there's no way that there would be any kind of like comic industry that exists nowadays without Stan Lee's characters being around and obviously Disney, them without Disney, Stan Lee. Disney wouldn't have acquired Marvel for all that money if it wasn't for Stan Lee helping co-create some of them and creating some of the characters yeah yep do, do you know what the funny thing is right like uh, see when I was growing up when I was young like I don't think I knew who Stan Lee was couldn't like if somebody I, I if somebody said I definitely did 
Yeah, but like for for me, right? If somebody had said to me, "Oh, like, uh, oh, do you know Stan Lee?" I'd be like, "No, like, who's that?" And and I wouldn't have wouldn't have been any wiser probably until I saw I think Mole Rats, and he was in. You remember he was in Mole Rats? Yeah, yeah. He was talking to uh, Brody, um, and mm-hmm. that's that's also I'm like, oh, that's that's a guy from like something, and then like looked up into who he was and I'm like okay well that's the guy from Marvel he's the Marvel guy um, and I think that's when I kind of like first realised like who he was and like what he'd done and stuff like that but I never like I never really got into comics until maybe I don't know maybe six or seven years ago I think like when I started yeah, getting right hmm was it not longer than that I don't think it was that much longer ago than that because like Beth- Bethany was born by the time I started getting into comic books I'm sure um, she was oh. maybe she maybe she wasn't maybe it was just before she was born no no because I was living in high school right by the time I started getting into comics because like I, I got I got into it like uh, through uh, like I'd seen like some like obviously Marvel movies and stuff like that and I wanted to like read some of the books that were like about about them and I got into it through uh, through G and what I did was like I got him to like recommend like a few books for me to read and so he, he gave me like a few recommendations and like I I bought like a bunch of a bunch of different books, and then me and him used to like trade back and forth like books every couple of weeks, <laughs> and he because he'd fucking loads and loads of them, and I, I always I would always buy ones that he didn't have, and then read them and then lend them to him, and he'd lend me his ones, um, and it was it was it was good times, and that's how I like got into reading comic books completely, and then obviously Marvel Unlimited came along and just blew my mind with the amount of fucking comics on it, but um, but like Marvel had like a massive influence on me and like reading those books like because a lot of the time like when I was reading it back when just not that long after Bethany was born like I wasn't I wasn't working so I, I spent so much time reading books back then which I don't have time to read comics anymore um, and I read loads and loads of them and obviously like I got into Ant-Man and like Stan Lee's like one of the one of the co-creators of Ant-Man and uh for for me like I, I just loved that character and like how uh how flawed he was, but he was still able to be like a functional superhero as well. That's what I mean. Stanley wrote all his characters with a flaw, and like I was mm-hmm. reading a thing today where he get told he was crazy and it would never work. These guys are meant to be superheroes and indestructible, like Superman, but he wanted them with vulnerabilities. Like, look at Peter Parker; he's a teen, and he can't tell anyone this horrible secret because then these enemies will come for his parents, you know, and he, well, his his aunt and his friends and family. Yeah. So he had to deal with it alone, as well as like being bullied at school and all this, you know. So. Yeah, because they they still had they still had all the real world problems plus all the superhero problems, and I think that was a really good way to like uh, to make the characters relatable. Because like, I mean, how the well, fuck like, do you relate Tony to Stark, Superman? He's a, he's, Tony Stark is a billionaire, but mm. he's an alcoholic. Yep, yep, exactly. And he's an egomaniac and like all the other shit. But um, but like, I mean, how do you relate to Superman? You can't. He's you an can't alien relate to Superman. Yeah. There's, there's no way to relate to him. He's just like he's such an unbelievable, like unrealistic character, and he, like certainly yeah. in the olden days, anyway, like didn't have any like character flaws or anything other than like something he was a bit of a dick. Well, but, yeah, and obviously, like he's going to outlive all his loved ones, but then that's almost the like in the future style Superman stories, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like I never really gravitated towards them. And like when I started reading Marvel and like uh, picking up on like on like Hank Pym and Ant Man and stuff like that, and wanting to find out more about them, and this is before obviously before the movie uh, came out and stuff. 
and that's the one that I kind of gravitated towards. And uh, like I, I got Ashley into it a wee bit as well, and we obviously ended up with uh, getting like we did our engagement party, and I and I, and I dressed up as uh, as Ant Man, and she was the wasp. And then we had like on our on our wedding Good cake, we had. Uh, as a wife beer. Hmm. <laughs> You'd start any marriage to dress up like a wife beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, technically, he was a yellow jacket when he was the wife beater, so that's. <laughs> it's by the by, but um, we had uh, we had like uh, Ant Man of the Wasp cake toppers on on top of our wedding cake, and we had um, for our invitation we had like Ant Man of the Wasp on the on the wedding invites. What was that? Your engagement? Um, I don't remember. I, th- I, was I remember there. I remember Fraser was Thor. Oh, was that I the think. one he was thought? Was was that maybe Clark mm. Kent, or was that Ian's wedding? Um, no, Ian's wedding. You were Clark Kent. Who whose was a bat? I was Bruce Wayne. Like I had the bat suit on, and Fraser was Venom, and you were um, Doctor, Doctor Doom. Doom. That was uh, that, that was Ian's anniversary and ha- like Halloween party. Yeah, I can't. I was definitely at your engagement party because I remember Ashley as the wasp, and Bethany was mm. dressed up as well. Yeah, I can't remember what she was. I remember one of my mates dressed up as like uh, I think it was like a pepper ramy or something like that, and uh, and Bethany was terrified of him. <laughs> what was I dressed up as? Like that's going to really annoy me because it would have been a it was a did I have my Spider Man onesie at the time? Well, not onesie, um, morph suit. Mm, I don't think so. Maybe maybe an assassin. Maybe you were. Well, maybe an assassin. Yeah, I did have. Back then, you had Assassin's Creed costume. Yeah. It was um, Connor as well too, wasn't it? Assassin's Creed 3. I think so, yeah. Oh, fuck, I can't remember what you were dressed as. Like, I, sure I, I think have... it was before Assassin's Creed 3. It may have been. Because uh, I'm sure I have pictures somewhere. I'd need to go back and look through them and see if I can spot you. In, in amongst Please do more. so, because that's going to take me for the entire <laughs> like, time and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other um, great thing about being down here hmm. before we start, Andy, it also came to like, it obviously we had this thing like saying uniform must be worn or appropriate office attire, meaning shirt and trousers. So I thought, our uniforms, a hoodie, t-shirts and jeans. So I thought, that's easy enough. Get here. Where's my t-shirts? I've got t-shirts for just now, but I can't wear a Jurassic Park one in there. So um, luckily one of the girls that I work with like had a spare giant t-shirt, but like obviously I wore it for the whole day today and I had to wash it. So it's currently drying and I'm attacking it bit by bit with this hair dryer that's got like less breath than a dying man. Right. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be funny. Oh, oh yeah. I found right, I've got forty three pictures and I don't think you're in any of them. No, you're not in any of them. Not in any of them. To be fair, there's not really anybody in any of them. Ian was a Jedi. Who was a Jedi Ian? Ian was a Jedi. So what was that then? And Fraser was Thor. Mm, I've no idea what you are, mate. <laughs> no clue. What what outfits did I have? Back then, I mean, you would have probably had the Spider-Man one, and you would have had. Because I know I definitely went to Spider Man to Comic Con one time. Hmm. Well, Miles Morales Spider Man. <laughs> no, I had a flick through the pictures and I couldn't. I couldn't see in them. There's only a couple that were actually from the actual party. 
Tasha will probably know. Tasha will know, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. I don't know what she was either. I know she was a witch at one party, but I don't know if that was your engagement or not. Yeah, she was yeah. Edward Scissorhands at your engagement. I remember her being Edward oh, Scissorhands. Yeah, that was a good costume. And she, and I pissed her off, and she looked like grumpy, so it made it look even better and made me laugh. <laughs> so what, if she was Edward Scissorhands, what was that then? Maybe if she was pissed off. Maybe you didn't dress up, and she was annoyed at you for not dressing up. Maybe. <laughs> that sounds like something you would do. <laughs> it does actually, yeah. Yeah, but you know how Edward says hands always look like, oh, I'm sad. Tasha had like yeah. a moaning face on that night, I'm sure. So, I know it was a banana at a party. Yeah, yeah, that's the one when I was dressed as Constantine. No, you were dressed as Rolf Harris. I was not dressed as Rolf Harris. I was Constantine. <laughs> you wouldn't let me take a photo because you knew what you looked like. <laughs> I've got like one bloody photo from that day. Still Rolf Harris. I was like, bold choice. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's start the show. But anyway, this yeah. one's for Stanley, so hopefully it's a good one. Um, so let's start with big screen, wee screen. This is part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies that we've watched this week. So I have watched a wee bit, Andy. So I will go first. But um, obviously, with my mic not being good, I'm not going to go for long. Am I still clear enough? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely fine, mate. Okay, so um, I, wa- I finished Breaking Bad finally, season four. Nice. Um, and you know how I felt it was plodding along there was only 10 episodes so I watched half of it and then I don't know if it took the season break and I never picked it back up hmm. I think that's maybe what happened so that happened and um, the last five episodes were phenomenal they were building the it's, there's so much detail into this like part of the show that you didn't even think about you know like Gus Fring just did this sort of laundrette that underneath they had like this mad meth lab that he ended up moving Walt and Jesse to hmm. and um like it's just everything that went into the creation and how much Mike was actually involved with Gus because that definitely wasn't apparent in um, Breaking Bad. He was more tied to Saul in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved the whole relationship with Mike and this German guy and Mike just, just don't fuck around with Mike either because he's just by the books, do you know what I mean? Um, mm. And all this backstory is kind of making it disappointing the way he went out in Breaking Bad with Walt just shooting him in the back of the head, remember? Yes. Which was kind of shady of Walt. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think Mike what was, was wanting to get out. He was a dick. Yeah. It was like, uh, Mike was just wanting to get out at that point, I think. And Walt was mm. like, you can't get out now because you know too much. And he took him down by the river and shot him in the back of the head. And I'm sure that's where, um, what's his brother-in-law called? Hank found him. Hank found Mike's body, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was a shame. Especially now knowing a lot more about Mike when he was one of the most likable in Breaking Bad. And also announced this week was that Breaking Bad, like we talked about it last week, that um, Walking Dead's getting a trilogy of Rick movies that are going to be straight to TV. Mm. Um, Breaking Bad's getting a movie, but it's not been announced whether it's straight to TV or... um, uh, Like, it's going to be at the cinema, but I'd imagine straight to TV. Maybe Netflix over here. Well, Netflix here, obviously, because they bought the rights to keep the show alive. Because um, no one wanted it over here, which was crazy for a show like that. Imagine turning around and going, I don't want Breaking Bad. Whoever done that must be kicking themselves. I mean, you would think Sky would go like, yeah, we'll take that. Yeah, I know. I can't remember <laughs> who, who was it had, it channel, the Channel 5 or something that had it. It was something stupid like that, yeah, yeah. Netflix yeah. obviously and just like, outbid um, them and went, oh. Yeah, Netflix, that was the first big kind of power play, really, that I can remember, was, yep, we'll take Breaking Bad. Because, hmm. um, like, I'm sure season five and that on the DVD actually says Netflix in the back, so. 
It's kind of cool when Netflix jump in and save a show. Not that it was going to die, it was just there was no way of it airing here. It was still on AMC, obviously, in America. Yeah. But anyway, I watched that. Uh, watched, what else did I watch? I didn't watch too much, actually, like, talking to that. I just watched, I just finished Breaking Bad, because I've only been down here tonight, and, like, last week I didn't really watch too much TV. I was just watching more YouTube stuff again. So I didn't really watch anything. Um, oh, yeah, I did, sorry. I watched a bit of Fear the Walking Dead. Okay, yeah. So it's season two, and, like, the thing is, I really like this show. I think it's strong. But then I noticed something as I finished, like, a couple episodes. I messaged you as well, and I'm like, like the show I love that they're in Mexico just now or the I'm, I'm only in season 2 so like the junkie guy's in Mexico just now because he ran away from the, the crazy like church thing um, and his mum and that's in this hotel sort of complex but I prefer his story and it's like this sort of Mexican gang's kind of the hold over the town because they've got the supermarket with all the stuff and they trade like the medicine for the the, the produce and stuff and um, I've realised after watching it I don't know one main character's name. Like, I haven't seen Fear the Walking Dead in years, and that's like, no, Rick, Shane, do you know what I mean? Like, Carl, um, Herschel, like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'd remember names, but in this, there's not one character that I go, oh, yeah, such and such, that's Pete. Do you know, I don't know any of their names, which is weird. <laughs> I'm the same, mate. Like, I, I've seen a good, good bit of that, um, and I could not tell you any of the characters' names in it at all. Yeah, it's really strange. Like, even the main guy, like, I kind of like the young junkie guy. Like, he's cool. And I know he doesn't take drugs anymore, but he was a junkie at the start. And it's like, mm. his mum's in it and his daughter, his sister's in it. But they, they, I just don't know their names, but they're at the hotel just now. And his mum started getting drunk. And then the zombies all got attracted to the noise and started throwing themselves off of balconies as, like, the mm. daughter was exploring the hotel. That's the bit I'm at just now. And I know it's on season four just now. I'm a bit behind. But hey, I'm, I'm really liking this show. So, um, Maybe I'll learn a name for next week because I'm going to watch a couple of episodes tonight after I get off the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. Let me just—I'll just check my notes see if I watched actually anything else. Do. Do. Nope, didn't didn't watch. Uh, watched absolutely nothing else. So, what did you watch? Um, good place. Oh, I watched the Good Place as well. That was a good episode. Really good place good was really good, man. Like uh, you, they've obviously been listening to you because you've been asking yep. for them to do weird, yep. fucked up shit and get back to like doing stuff. And uh, yeah, they did all Kate. that this this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was kind of cool how he got them to see like what the bad place was like. You know, when they mm. let Eleanor see it, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And um, she realised that she loved Chidi. I'm sure she, mm. that was another episode actually. But this one, the demons built a gate to Earth. No, no, that was the same episode. Was it? Okay, you're right cool. yeah it was the same episode yeah because it was kind of cool and she could actually see like even though they get brought back to life for one last chance um, they got to see what some of the um, the reboots were like of the bad place and it was like this one yes Chidi is inside a purple electrical bu- bubble of pain yes mm. he's you know it was so funny and then the ones when you see Michael getting frustrated with Eleanor because she kept figuring it out and not doing what yeah. he wanted you know I think that it's funny because like because we haven't seen those those reboots before, like they were because they no. did he did hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them, so they were all like skipped over ones. So I think it was funny mm-hmm. to see those ones. Yeah, and obviously they can when they think of wee mini sketches like that, they can always go back to it. Do you know what I mean? That's quite a cool mm-hmm. thing to do. Um, I still don't know where this season's going to end up, but it can't have many episodes left. Um, but I'm I'm intrigued to see. Obviously, it's building towards a sort of finale of maybe Michael getting killed or something, or I don't know what will happen. 
because Michael's had his powers removed while he's on Earth, but he's still a demon. Yep. And Janet's the same, isn't she? She's had her powers yeah. removed, but she's still yeah, like no an powers. AI for hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, like he, like Michael doesn't have any genitalia. Like, <laughs> and they've mentioned that, and I'm sure Janet's the same. So, uh, no, no, she's yep. got wind chimes instead. Nah. That's it. Yep. yep. Wind chimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I watched that as well. That was good. Uh, so I definitely don't have any any pictures of you from that night, mate. Ah, oh, but Tasha was definitely Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Do me ask her. <laughs> She's gonna know. I've got a feeling um, I could have just went as Clark Kent again, and I was looking for the glasses, but Mary had them in in her house because she thought they were cool, and I gave her them on her wedding night. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, um, so I watched The Good Place and I've been watching through season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with Bethany. And I'm actually enjoying season a, one. She, no, no. she hate you as a parent for making you? <laughs> no, although she only ever wants to watch like one episode. Understandable. <laughs> but she's always up for watching one episode. But we're just about to come up to the point where uh, where it crosses over with The Winter Soldier. Has she seen The Winter Soldier? Yes. Are you going to let her watch The Winter Soldier? Like, are you going to play it that way? Like, put the movies in between? Because I tried to watch She Would Like That and it just takes too long. No, I'm not I'm not going to do that. Because she's seen The Winter Soldier anyway, she, so she knows what happens in it. So um, a, a lot of time it's me, like, pointing out the characters to her, though, because, I mean, she doesn't realise some of the ones that have been in the been in the movies and stuff like that, like Sitwell. I'm like, oh, there's yeah. that guy who was, in, who was in the movie. She's like, who was he? <laughs> I'm like, oh, see the guy that was in it for, like, five minutes? That guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's now played by a different actor, but it's the same character. (laughs) No, no, it's no, it's the same actor. But (laughs) I know I'm joking. It's just (laughs) just because agents are shield. Like who's who's B list? That's not going to be required for another movie. (laughs) Yeah. Although the plot did get announced, though, while we're talking about Marvel, was there's Mm -hmm. actually going to be. I think it's to help boost um, Disney's TV service. It's um, a Loki. TV show and from what I can gather, a Falcon TV show. Um, I don't know about the Falcon one, but like there was maybe about four or five weeks ago, there was a rumor uh, that came up from uh, from a few reputable sources. Um, my some of my level seven contacts through my other podcast. No one knows what that means except Chip. <laughs> so, um. Uh, basically, there was a rumor came up that uh, there was going to be a Loki TV show announced, as well as a Scarlet Witch TV show. So the Loki one's now, well. the Loki one's been confirmed now, and the Scarlet like, well, I haven't heard a, really a rumor about that like from from my. Do sources. you know what the crazy thing is? Like, I thought it was going to be like CGI or cartoon, but apparently it's actual Tom Hiddleston as well. Yep, yep, Tom Hiddleston live action uh, Loki TV show. Um, I don't It'll imagine. Yeah, yeah, so like that—that's what—that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't imagine it's going to be a twenty-episode thing or even a thirteen thing. I think I think you're going to have like six episodes, and it's going to be like so maybe, an arc from a comic book. Maybe they thing. did. Maybe they did listen to the show, and like this is them answering you wanting the one shots back. Possibly, but I mean, I think this is even this is probably more Better. than I would have ever have hoped for from like the TV side of things for them to do a TV yeah. show about like a it's, character that's already been in the movies like that. Like, but it's also kind of like it, especially Loki's the, arguably the most popular villain before Thanos arrived. He's arguably yeah. the most popular villain in the Marvel universe, and um, like to have a TV show with him, like even if it's just like a comic book style one of a standalone Loki adventure, yeah. or if it ties in, like anything will be cool. 
yeah, I think it's awesome. And like, uh, I was, um, I don't was I talking to Trevor about this? Yeah, yeah, I was talking to Trevor about this the other night, and we just we recorded a few days ago, and uh, I think it was uh, the lady that plays Sif. I forget her name, right. Jamie Alexander, something like that. Um, yeah. And she she tweeted out like a picture of Sif. Now it was an old picture from like Thor: The Dark World, but like she's not mentioned anything about Sif for ages because she's been doing another show called Blindspot, but that's been cancelled oh, now. Yeah. So like this right. like this could open up the door for her to come back in and like be in the Loki TV show because she's been in TV stuff like before. Obviously she was in Blindspot. She was the main kind of main kind of star in it, but um, she was also in a couple of episodes of Agents of Shield as well. She was, so so it could be interesting to see like if they could pay her horn Loki up in some way because obviously they're not they're going to have Loki as the star, but they need to have they do need to have other characters and stuff like that come into it so they could easily put Sif into it and I'm sure like the actress would be well up for doing that. But yeah, yeah I, I think it's I think it's great they're doing a Loki TV show. It's probably more than I would have ever hoped for from Marvel's like side of the streaming things on the. On the, the Disney Plus service, whatever it's called. Well, the, the the most interesting one's the one they're doing about. It's called The Mandalorian. Aye, so is this the is this the like Boba Fett TV show essentially? <coughs> well, it's it's not Boba Fett. It's not going to be Boba Fett. It's okay. basically because the movie was in limbo, and I think basically what they realised is if we fucked up the Han Solo movie, which should have wrote itself, then if we fuck up Boba <laughs> Fett, the fans will riot. So let's just can it and take some of the ideas and put them into a TV show that's what I reckon mm. maybe they weren't strong enough to make a movie with Boba Fett but they were okay mm. enough to make a TV show but like the armour looks pretty <clears> cool I'll say that and I'm sure it's set between Revenge of the Sith and um, um, uh. do you know I haven't, I haven't seen anything about this like uh, this, oh, this, this was just today then no Mandalorian was announced like a month ago Okay, no right. So they announced who's the guy who's playing, yeah, the lead, the lead character. So it's going to be the guy from uh, Game of Thrones. Yep. Yeah, that that guy was good in Game of Thrones. I liked him. Who was he? Was it Rob? It wasn't Rob Stark, was it? No, no. This uh, his name's Pedro Pascal, and he played uh, the Prince of Dawn. I haven't got that far, but Rob Stark's like touted to be James Bond, apparently. Yeah, it's because he's been doing that show, the Bodyguard, or whatever it's called. Which, which that show's actually really good. It's basically home, <laughs> like, but British. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Is the kind of feeling I got off from it, but um, but like I watched a couple of episodes of it. Like mum and dad were watching, and they're like, oh, have you seen this? It's great. It, like, it's a very mum and dad show because it's on BBC. Yeah, 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 definitely. And like that, that's probably why I haven't watched any more of it. But like the two episodes that I did watch were really good. But it mm. totally reminded me of Homeland, and it wasn't quite as good as Homeland. Like the the certainly the early seasons of Homeland anyway. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, um, that's a, that's a good cast, I think, to be the kind of leader. Yeah. I mean, the picture of the armor they showed off was quite cool, and like anything with a Mandalorian bounty hunter style characters, obviously going to be like a kind of gritty look, kind of like thirteen thirteen was going to be. Yeah, that's exactly what it reminded me of because I, I just looked at the picture there and I'm like, okay, that looks fucking exactly like Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Cool. Yeah, because maybe they've pulled some of the resources. Because remember when Disney bought them, they said they would do that. They would cherry pick some of the yeah. the, the projects. But that's cool for me, and obviously that uh, combined with the um, live action Marvel 
with Loki, like even if it is only like six episodes or something, uh, or mm. ten, like it's it's a good way to kick off the TV service. Better, hopefully, it runs better than the DC app that's still not over here. It's taken that yeah. long. That actually, Titans is going to Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that. I don't think that app's coming here, to be honest. Which is terrible. It's a stupid decision. Yeah. So I think that like Disney needs to get this Disney Plus thing right and, and get it out worldwide at the same time, or at least in like the big markets. Because I mean, the UK is a fucking yeah, the UK is a fucking massive market for this sort of stuff. Like, like I, I said when this DC thing was announced, I will fucking subscribe to your thing. Yeah, because you were getting comics and the TV yeah. shows, and like I was excited to like, and okay, the comics are like, like yeah, cherry picked from like what yeah. from DC's like they were going to add to it. Yeah, yeah, but that's fine. Like they, they can go. Okay, well, here's a like bunch of comics that are related to these TV shows that we're putting up. Cool. That's exactly what I would want out of that because I can watch the show and then go. Oh, what comics are about like related to yeah. the show, and then I could read them. That that's yeah, it would have been awesome <laughs> for like for someone like me that hasn't read very much DC. It's a good kind of like yeah. entry point to it, but then they didn't bother to do it over here, so I'll just watch it. On yeah, Netflix. like so when it comes eventually, my, it's not there yet. My one. My wonder is, is this going to replace the Disney Life app or is it going to incorporate it? Because I already get Disney Life, which is £5 mm. a month, and that's got like every Disney movie you can think of from A to Z. I think this replaces it, to be honest. Jing Disney Life just stops and this replaces it, yeah. Yeah. And hopefully this will have all the content from Disney Life on it as well because I reason subscribes for the, the cartoons for the Wii one, obviously. I really hope that they don't do two separate apps where some films are in one and some are in another. Mm-hmm. That would suck. That wouldn't make any sense to me, to be honest. Like, if they like, no, what Disney they should what they should do both, is so. just what they should just do is go. Disney Life is now called whatever it's what is it they called this new one? Disney Unlimited or Disney Plus? Yeah, well, they should really just say Disney Life is changing to Disney Plus. Do you know what I mean? Like your next month subscription will be at the same price, and the next the month after that will be your nine ninety nine or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Or you could probably keep subscribing to just the Disney Life version for four ninety nine, something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but Disney Life is already Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the show, like the placeholders there. Yeah, the placeholders there. You can you can search for an ad to your list, but it's not like showbox. <laughs> I still haven't yeah, I finished could, the first episode. You know, like, I could showbox it, but like I'm not going too to because too many. I, I I mean yeah, like if like when I'm showboxing stuff like. I've got so many things that is already there for me to watch that I, yeah I don't need that but if it comes new to Netflix then I'll watch it there this is very true um, yeah so I didn't watch anything else cool um, okay so let's move on to it level up and this is the part of the show where we're talking about all the video games we've played throughout the week and video game news so Andy what's been happening in the video game news there's a couple yeah, of not, new stories that I've missed as well. Yeah, there's a couple of Well, I knew this earlier because I was during my training. I got an email saying your Fallout 76 pre-order is now available. Um, it's went live early, apparently. Okay. So did you um, order this no thing? Given, <laughs> uh, from CD keys at a severely reduced rate from digital, so it was cheaper than physical. Because okay, they were cool. doing it at like 40, 45, hmm. and they'd done... Um, They've done, they done it, uh, the deluxe edition, but I didn't bother with the deluxe edition for this one mm. just in case I didn't like it. Um, but 45 quid, I can't argue with for a digital game. Um, I've played the beat, obviously, a wee bit of it, so yeah. we'll see what that's like on Friday when I'm because I'm off on Friday, but I'm back home. I'm back home cool. then. 
I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, that's one where I'm gonna wait and like I'll see what you think of it. See the reviews. Is... Oh, I see what I think. Yeah. Not, not the reviews. Like, I don't care about the reviews, but like I'll see, see what you think of it to yeah. see if I get it or not. Is Fraser getting it as well, or? He said he'll wait and see what I think as well. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ross, so... Ross, who I thought would be day one, isn't getting it though, and he's the biggest Fallout fan I know. Hmm. I mean, I think he's he, ordered, like... he ordered the Fallout. He's skint, isn't he? Yeah, and I think he's deep in at Red Dead right now, so. Oh yeah, every time I see it, Ross is on Red Dead, and then Red yeah. Dead Online will arrive in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, to tie in with that, Bez- Bethesda donated ten thousand dollars to the family of a Fallout loving cancer patient, and fans are helping out to donate, which is a nice story. Nice. It's always good when people do things like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, it should be noted this Game Pass is- news. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it in a minute. Um, it should be oh, noted. Sorry. This episode is going can, to be called you, episode... Yeah? Can you tell I'm bored? Like, I'm starting to read the news. I'm just excited oh, that I'm speaking to a human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, so th- this episode is going to be called episode 273 because episode 273 was lost. Um, yeah, yeah, but if you're not... listening to that... You, you, no, you need to put it up as 299.5 because oh, if yeah, you that's, put it up that's as But the title for the episode will be called... Like, it'll be called episode... Two nine nine point five, and the title for the episode will be called episode two seven three. Ah, right, yeah. So anybody listening, it's because <laughs> Andy lost two seven three or whatever happened with it. Basically, what happened is that um, for I think a week and a bit, the uh, the audio was off after an update to either Discord or but I'm not sure which one it was, um, and that mucked up my recording of the show. Um, I don't believe it would have even been listened to live. <laughs> In that regard, to so be that, honest, <laughs> that show's lost forever. If you did listen live, you got an exclusive that no one will ever experience again. I don't think that anyone would have even heard it live, to be honest, because I don't think it was broadcast correctly issues. either, <laughs> because of the audio. Oh no! Because I did fix it in the next show, like about ten minutes in, because somebody went, yeah. "Oh, something's not working," and I went, "Oh, oh shit, yeah, it's that," and then fixed it. Oh. So the, the the show after that was fine, but like the first ten minutes was like only me, <laughs> which I just cut <laughs> off because it was like it was so funny listening to it because I'm just like my stand up. Just like yeah, yeah. I was I was just like because it was it would have been mostly you talking at that point and and on that show and it was just me like laughing and like and like agreeing or disagreeing <laughs> with you. <laughs> <laughs> and like I tried to I just cut out the, the silent bits and then it was just like two minutes of me going huh? yeah no and I was like, okay that doesn't make any sense just fucking get rid of that and then I just, I just cut it in when the audio came back in which is only like 10 minutes but yeah um, news this week uh, the uh, the NES library on the uh, on the Switch is getting a few new games this week so you're getting Twin B and Mighty Bomb Jack that no one cares about those and you're getting Metroid finally on the NES I've got uh, it in the classic <coughs> yeah like uh, I don't have it on the classic but like I, I played I never played it on the original NES but like I played it on the NES classic like a couple times in work <coughs> that game's not that good like compared to Super Super Metroid well like if you're t- going to play it your best way to play it is Metroid Zero Mission now that I played and finished right. because it's like a remake of it remaster with added story to make it make sense mm. and fit with the, the newer ones so yeah if you do want to play it Metroid Zero Mission is the best way to play it 
Okay, cool. Uh, Nintendo is uh, going to remove the uh, Native American references that are in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Now, this is a fucking stupid story. This, because yeah. do you remember? So you remember the Game and Watch? Like you know, handles the Game and Watch guy yeah. that's in that's in Smash Bros. Well, uh-huh. he's got one of his moves that does like he's got a feather because <laughs> it's like a cow- it was a cowboy and Indian game like on the Game and Watch, uh-huh. and it had a feather in it, and apparently that's like not politically correct anymore for a Indian to have a feather for some reason so they've taken the feather off <laughs> okay like okay Stupid. great <laughs> did somebody I complain mean, about that like, someone complained about that yeah yeah absolutely they did of course they did it's fucking oh. 2018 people just complain about everything <sighs> it's just annoying um yeah. and I mean like it's a fucking retro game like you should and it's not like a Nazi symbol or anything like that and I don't think it's on that kind of level but yeah fuck no someone got offended by it and they took it out so um, this War of Mine's coming to Switch at the end of the month did you ever play this? Mm. no if you, if you do like see it and think you might want to buy it just download it off of my Playstation because I've got it on PS Plus okay um, it's alright it's like a it's quite a stylized sort of game I mean it looks really cool but like once you actually get kind of into it it's not that fun because basically you're like you control of a house and you've got like a bunch of survivors and you need to like send them out on missions it's all 2D um, which is kind of cool but it gets really old really fast it reminds me a little bit of like Fallout Shelter almost but mm, it's slightly more interesting than Fallout Shelter because the characters like are actual characters and not just some guy. Um, there was a new PlayStation Four Pro uh, hardware revision that just came out of nowhere with the uh, the Red Dead bundle. Um, nobody knew about this. Um, it just basically here's a new new hardware revision. Um, now the interesting thing about this one is that um, it's slightly quieter. <laughs> No, the PS4 Pro was noisy. It sounded like uh, an airplane taking off sometimes, and that was from out the box, brand new. Yeah, so the the launch model of the PS4 Pro did have that issue, and it's a known issue. And they corrected it with the second, well, sorry, the first revision of it, which is the model which I have, the the white okay. one. So mine is not noisy, like at all. Okay. I've never never noticed it be noisy. Um, that model does it's, run it's slightly. Not 4K either so. It's well, it's four K checkerboard. Um, <laughs> I just love the phrase of that fact. Every time I say it when we're on Call of Duty, you just end up pissing yourself laughing. In phrase, I can't even argue because you know cause it's <laughs> true. And then there was a night I'm sure you joined in with me, telling him how much better the Xbox One X is as well, and I could almost hear him boiling his own brain in his head. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny because I mean, like he was. I mean, if, if people try and argue that, like you can't. It's a fact. Like the Xbox yeah. One X is a more powerful console than the PS4 Pro. Like okay, yep. some developers might optimize better for the PS4 Pro, yep. but for the most part, if the developers like optimize the game properly, like it should look better on Xbox One X, which is what we're seeing with like Red Dead. Yeah. So like Red Dead's ridiculous, like how much better it looks on fucking Xbox One X than it does on like PS4 Pro and like the vanilla versions of the PS uh, the PS4 and the Xbox. But I'll I'll, t- I'll talk about that when we're talking about what we're playing anyway because I did something interesting this week with that um, cool. 
So yeah, but the only other difference really is that uh, the power cord has changed. So they're now um, they're not using a kettle plug anymore. It's now on just a standard eight pin plug. Okay. Which I, which I thought was weird because like I thought they'd put the kettle plug on it because it required the more power, but this one has an eight pin plug, which is the same as on the slim and on the original model PS4. I'll just be interested to see if like my work buys it differently, which I don't think we do. Um, there's now a wish a wish list feature available on the Microsoft Store. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, did you see this thing about uh, that Bioware put out on N7 Day? No. So basically, Bioware put out like Maybe. a video on their on their Twitter page. Um, and obviously, N seven days like November the seventh every year, where uh, usually it's what like massive. They call it Mass Effect Day essentially. And what it is is every year something from something happens to do with Mass Effect, and they always try and do something. So this year, the only thing that they could do is <laughs> they made the Mass Effect Andromeda um, Xbox One X enhanced. Yeah, but that and patch isn't out yet. I think it's out. Are you sure it's not? Nope, out? it was well it wasn't out like before I came up here because I tried to download it. Maybe it was al- maybe it's already out. I I don't know, but anyway, like if it's if it's out, it's out, and if it's not, then it's happening. Um the other thing that they did is they put out this video which is like essentially the developers talking about how much they love the Mass Effect series. And there was uh there was a guy at the end of the video, I'm not sure exactly who he was, but he said uh what Mass Effect means to him is that it means coming to the studio every day dreaming about what the next great Mass Effect game will be. So there is a new Mass Effect game coming at some point and I would guess that they're working on something to do with it now. See what I think they should do is they should do Mass Effect 4. Like, see if you go back to numbering, people will fucking eat that shit up. Just yeah, put, and then you can put just Shepard back in it somehow. Subtitles, like a sidestep. Yeah, it's like a like because uh, I mean they did it with what they did it with Assassin's Creed. So they did Assassin's Creed one, two, and they did Brotherhood Revelations, and then did three. And three yep. sold really well. Okay, I mean there was definitely some issues with the game, but it sold really well. Like so, if yep. you if you've started as a numbered series and you move away from that and go back to it, like there is precedent for that doing really well, like in terms of commercially. Um, and I think that's be the right move for them. Is that like from you've played Mass Effect three and finished it? Yeah. 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 So is there a way for them to get Shepard back? Because I'm sure like what he died at the end of it or something like that, or she died, depending he, on what you are. He or she, he or she did die, but like obviously there's cloning in this universe, and mm-hmm. technically he died at the end of two as well, where he was left left floating in space, or was it one? And you had to kind of remake his face. I'm sure it was two. Could because like he had like a, sort of, a kid in any way? Possibly because there was romance options. Yeah. So yeah. I mean. I, I, but, but, I think what, hmm, but I think what they're more likely to do, for me to be honest, is I think they're going to remaster the trilogy, like for the this gen of console. Do that first okay. to gather like hype and then add in like an extra scene at the end of three or something. I, I think as an apology to fans, to be honest, and to go like, yeah, okay, we kind of missed the boat here with um, Mass Effect Andromeda. We see didn't like it. See those other three games that you liked. Here they are. Like there you go. You can play them. Like we remastered because they were so go. good. They were so good. Yeah, and I mean, like, for someone like me, I like, like, space games, and I cannot go back and play Mass Effect 1 
because it's a bit controls two is fine, like absolute shit. <laughs> and two is fine, I but would... you don't want to jump because obviously there's decisions yep. even in the first game that affect the third game because like a character will show up that you told to mm-hmm. go and join the army and he'll be like, Yeah or in the third game you got a letter from the guy's mum saying he committed suicide or something. It's crazy, like mm-hmm. depending on what route you take that they've actually weaved this story and like there's an alien race that you can actually exterminate completely or they actually nice. come and help you at the end of Mass Effect three, but see after you if you save them in Mass Effect one, there's no mention of them ever again until Mass Effect 3 which is crazy that they went that in in depth with you know the decision making so it did actually Mm. like your character transferring is integral to Mass Effect being such a good game Mm. like I do have Mass Effect Andromeda on uh, on PS4 and like it's always that game that I've got installed and it just sits there and like I played it for like 8 hours when it first came out I bought it day one I've not finished it and, uh, but it's always that game where I'm like, oh, I should go back and play that because I I fucking love space games, like and like yeah. third person action, like shooting and stuff like that. Like that's my jam, and like I've never gone back to it. I'm like, oh. And I did well, like I love it. Mass Effect. I love Mass yeah. Effect, and I didn't mind Mass Effect, but I think it just came out at the wrong time for whatever reason. I don't. It's one of those games. I'm sure that I bought day one, and I'm like, oh, I'll get round to this. I'll always go back to Mass Effect, and I never have. And I think at this point, because I've played eight hours, if I start it up, I won't remember the controls, my setup, what I was doing. So I'll end up yeah, restart the whole thing, which isn't a problem because there's no like transfer file from any of the old games because it Mm. happens in between Mass Effect two and three, and it's in another galaxy. So it was uh, it came out at the same sort of time as uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and uh, uh, Zelda. Oh Zelda's that's your reason why I didn't play it right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much at the same time as the Switch is <laughs> when that game came out. Yeah, that's your exact reason I'm sure when the Switch first yep. came out, me and you kinda abandoned PlayStation and Xbox for a while. And just played fucking Zelda for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> yeah. And like other Switch games and talking about the Switch for like weeks and end, I think that's what drove Ross off the show eventually. But um mm-hmm. Switch is still a, a valid console, obviously. Games. But I think the Def- Switch is kind definitely. of like set it's kind of settled into kind of third place in my house still. Like, I, th- I think I still that's, play I th- it more. Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to change soon, right? I, I think the, the Switch has had a bit of a problem in the last six months, and that it hasn't had yeah, any big games come out for games, it. Like, yeah. so and they've had they've trickled out bits and pieces, but oh, um, they haven't and Dark Souls. Yeah, Diablo, Dark Souls, and stuff like that. But I mean, these are all old games that people have already played, and like things like Starlink and that that are on multiple platforms and stuff. Um. But the uh, their big games they haven't had any for fucking ages. Really, not very many this year at all. Like Mario Tennis, maybe, and Mario Party, maybe. I mean, but these aren't yeah. like these aren't your huge temples. These are like the supplementary like B games that you would you would pick up like when you were getting another game type thing. Um, and like maybe like Kirby at the beginning of the year. But again, these are like B games. These are not like the big games where you go, oh, holy fuck, I need to play this. Like when Assassin's Creed come out, when Red Dead comes out. Like that sort of stuff where people are like clamouring at the bit to fucking play these. Nobody's going like that for Kirby. Oh my god, I can't believe Kirby comes out. But for Pokemon and Smash that are hitting within like two weeks of each other, people are like that for those games. So this is going to be a big Christmas for Nintendo. And it'll make up for the rest of the year pretty much. Um, we'll talk about the Microsoft... Uh, stuff in in a bit because like uh, did you watch it live did you watch the whole thing yes yeah so we'll talk about that in a bit and we can go through what was announced and what was not there <laughs> um but yeah final fantasy 15's dlc has been cancelled 
the the extra DLC that they were going to do, which was four episodes, and um, they're yeah, only doing weird. really weird. Yeah, so they're only doing one of those. So there's obviously one that's pretty much done. So they're like, okay, we'll just we'll finish this off, and then that's it, done. Um, the director of the game, uh, Hajimi Tabata, has left the company, and Square Enix has posted a thirty-three million dollar loss from uh, from that division of the company. Wow. <laughs> like holy shit I mean I, I kind of thought that game would lose money overall but like what the fuck has happened there something mad has happened in the in the back end there I'm not I don't know what but yeah so that that game is dead after this last DLC and I would I reckon that with this DLC they'll probably give it away free because they were trying to sell like an, another like season pass type thing I'm sure for it a DLC pass and uh yeah, now that it's not happening, they, they might as well just give it away for free to people that bought the season pass, like me. I never played any of the content, like me. Um, Nintendo's been securing more smartphone trademarks, uh, this time for uh, Twilight Princess and uh, Wii Sports Resort. Fucking hell. Twilight Princess and Wii Sports Resort on a smartphone? I don't like the sound of that. Would I'd rather these were on the Switch, to be honest, as digital-only games. And, like, would I pay 10, 15 quid for Wii Sports Resort in Twilight Princess? Sure. On Switch? Yes. On mobile? No. Absolutely not. Ah, okay, I see. <laughs> Devolver, Devolver Digital has said that they will not release Mother Russia Bleeds in Australia due to unapproving government folk. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, Australia's kind of one of them weird ones where they don't... They, they always You always come up against these things with the, the classification board there, and they are pretty tight on, like, their 18s. You need to... Like, they've probably looked at the game and went, no, we can only release this game if you do X, Y, Z. And, uh, and Devolver's turned around and went, no, we're not doing that. Like, this is our game vision. If you want it, to be available in your country here it is if you don't want it or not changing it for you so that's that um, I do wish with this sort of stuff that they would just come up with a universal fucking system so that everybody had the same content in the same game because it doesn't matter whether you're in Australia or you're in the UK or you're in America you, you have the same fucking sensibilities with regards to, like, well, age-related stuff. That reminds me of, do you remember when the Mortal Kombat game that came out in the PS3, it was just called Mortal yep. Kombat again, when they kind of rebooted yes. it? My mate came over here as a visit, and he took it back with him, and he said that they, they're actually fining you if you caught with it, and luckily he didn't, but in your guy, they brought it back from Britain as well, and absolutely hammered for fines with it. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was just saying there, like, do you not think that they really need to have, like, a universal system for this, like, worldwide, like, age rating system for this type of stuff so that yes. everybody has the same content? Because, I mean, like, an 18-year-old in Australia, like, general 18-year-old, compared to a general 18-year-old here, like, they're going to be, uh, like, exactly the same in terms of their, like, well-adjustedness to the world and, like, to the content that is, like, 18 and over. Like it, well, that it doesn't would make a difference like where that. you come from at all. Like no, but that would mean like the American system for rated R and all that would have to change as well. So, I think the way we've got it is good. But it's like twelve, eighteen, fifteen. That yeah. should be worldwide. It's simple. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, totally agree. And that's 
but they should I mean even if they didn't use that they should have one system that works for the entire world because there's no reason f- for like uh, say a game no. to be or a game or a movie to be like say rated 15 in Australia when it's rated 18 here or vice versa that doesn't but make any again, sense but then again how would you do it then when it came to things like Wolfenstein in Germany do you not think that's right um, I mean I think that they should just give you an option to turn that content off and leave yeah, it yeah like Call of Duty act. does like yeah, exactly. do you want to see the graphic content I mean like yep. I fired up Black Ops 3 because obviously I just downloaded it off your profile and I hadn't played it before, so it said to me, "Do you want to turn? Do you want to see the graphic content, or do you want to turn it off?" Yep. And Modern Warfare Two was the first game I remember doing that. Like, do you want to play this level? Yeah, I remember that it was that airport level. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would say that with that sort of stuff, it would uh, it would be a case where you should give the uh, the end user the game of the choice. Because yep. I could see the complaint if they forced it on you, but like maybe that's the option if they don't get a universal rating system is just to add in that if there's a certain level that the people that pass it through the sensors go mm, this is a bit iffy maybe you want to put in a warning and ask them if they want to play this level you know that would maybe yeah. work yeah I would I would totally agree and I would be fine with that like uh, you get an option at the beginning of the game do you want to have the graphic content on or off and, and yep. they could even like they could even list like like what some if, if vagaries of, of what it is or, or yeah like even make it like a hidden type thing where like spoilers will follow but this is this is what the, the content. content is yeah yeah yeah. so like for like the you- wolf the Wolfenstein one, you could just have a thing like this game contains references to uh, Nazi paraphernalia. Nazi paraphernalia, etc. If, if you are offended by this, we can turn this off. You would you yeah, want to do why, why? Why did Germany ban it when they're the ones that kicked it off? Do you know what I mean? Like because, I would get because, it if it was maybe Britain or the rest of the world, but or Poland or somewhere like that. But like Germany, it's like you guys started it. It's because if you go over to Germany, and you're like, um, what happened here? Like in like Germany say, was 19, closed, nineteen forty. And yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, nothing. Germany was closed. <laughs> Germany, Germany was closed. <laughs> Germany <laughs> was born in 1952. <laughs> yeah. Anything before that? No, does not count. It does, doesn't count. We had to do over. <laughs> All the books were lost. <laughs> there are no. Look books. at a funny dancing man and drink the beer. <laughs> and look at look at a lederhose and. Like all that craziness just to distract you that of the horrors they committed, you know. Yeah. Like, see, I mean, see what's crazy to me, right? Mm. I know it's it's difficult because the world's smaller these days, right? Mm. But whereas, like back then, it was a bigger place because transport wasn't as readily available or as cheap. I can't imagine a small country like Germany doing that. Like that'd be like mm. Italy kicking off again and the Romans trying to invade. It's like it's not mm. even feasible these days, you know? Like. Yeah. Like I, I, I just don't get it. Like my brain, like obviously I was born in the wrong era, but I can't comprehend how a small that would be like Switzerland going. Do you know what we've had it making these knives? We're going to kick off. <laughs> do you know, like it, 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 that's what it's that's what it is like to me these days. Do you know what I mean? Obviously back then it would maybe different, but I couldn't even imagine Russia kicking off like that, let alone Germany. Do you know what I mean? That's like France is going to take over the world. What? How? Do you know, like. <laughs> yeah. it was a it. funny thing actually that uh, was in uh, Battlefield 5 this week that we'll talk about in a bit and uh, and, and it was uh, it was like oh, yeah, a Winston Churchill that. speech or something like that yeah um, at the beginning of the game and it's like and and it was like a newscast and it was basically just saying and, and all he said in it was like I'm sorry to inform you that the the British Chancellor in like Berlin or, or whatever it was has uh, handed a note to the German ambassador oh yeah <laughs> and, and we are now at and war. We are now at war. <laughs> just the of like, That's all it like took. handing a note. Yeah, and just yeah like slide that across to him during class. You know, they're all in the meeting room and he slides <laughs> this note over to him. 
and at the top, at the like, bottom it says, "Will you still meet me for lunch?" Tick yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> can terrible. I claim the Can I claim the expenses back for this paper and pen? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but, but I thought that was a really weird down. image. Yeah. Yeah. The ambassador all formal in a suit. Hello there. Hi Hans, how's it going? Ah, I'm sorry, I have a note for you. In case you didn't notice, we're taking over the world. Like you know. No, no. Well, I mean that was like that was the British ambassador, like giving the note uh, to the Germans, saying that we're now at war with them. Because they, because oh, they would have invaded we France at that point. Yeah, yeah like, that was the oh, point where Britain you? went no more. They'd be like, oh, so you've invaded France? Can can you maybe leave? No. Okay. Well, I've I've got I've got a, a IMR for you, mate. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's like like an IMR in Germany just scrambled it up and went. Ugh, I'm already here. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's the fact that it was fine up until they hit like France. Britain was like, ah, no, we we kind of like our bagels. Mm-hmm. We like the Eiffel Tower. It's cool, and the onions, and all, all the other French stereotypes. But yeah, I thought it was really funny. It was just a note. Like, there's a note. Would it is that legit there? history? Though I'd imagine. I it mean, would be. I mean, it sounded like like a, a speech, an actual recording from back in the day. Yeah, like an actual recording that was pulled from back in the day. So uh, I, I, I'm not like totally versed on that, like in terms of the actual history of it. But it sounded like an actual recording of Churchill from back in those days. Hmm. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, Yep, so we talked about that, talked about that. Um, Nintendo Red Dead won a lawsuit, did you see that? Nintendo won like 12.5 million off the guys from the ROM sites. Yep. Which, um, like, Torrent Freaks came out and made a statement. It wasn't them that got sued, but they said that that's Nintendo just as a warning. That's why the price was so high. It's a warning to other ROM sites, like, don't fuck with them. 12.5 yep. million. That's why, uh, that's why, like, as soon as uh, Nintendo started going after one of the, one of the ROM Everyone sites... Everyone just shut down. The, the big ones shot down like I think it was Emu Paradise were like the, the, the big ones um, they, I think they just closed and like a lot of the other ones they just took all their Nintendo uh, stuff off completely Sega stuff like, and Playstation still there yeah I mean Sega's not going after them for it like because Sega's not they use like, it for fan they, they use it for fan games they use the base ROMs yeah. to make fan hacks and Sega support that so hmm. but like um, Nintendo doing that man that's crazy that's them just like I draw the line here no further and it's like something that's been part of our culture for years and like I'm so glad that I got my NES and my SNES side loaded before this yeah me too do you know, do you know what? I actually do like this um, the the fact that they're go- they're taking this away because it, I would if if the uh, if the option is there to buy a game yeah, like I should. would I would always I would always buy the game and like support whatever developer it is because um, they whatever developer it is or uh, or whatever company owns the IP will get the money for it and that will yeah, lead to more games right. being made down the line well, and stuff like that. Well, unless you buy it second hand or a card but sale, right? If you buy <laughs> well, digital, yeah. it's different. But yeah. it, it, it's going to finally put an end within a few years of all the PC guys going, oh, I don't like retro gaming, I can just download them for an emulator. Soon you're not going to be able to say that. So retro gaming is going to become more mm. popular because of this, I feel, as well, because that's going to be the so, yeah. only option. Yep. Um, I mean, like... Uh, I think that with those ones, especially Nintendo, because Nintendo has an actual legit good emulator for their consoles right now, like yes, for the NES and yes. the SNES, certainly. Sony's and, like, another do... conversation that we'll talk about later, I think. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like those emulators are, I would say, almost perfect. And like, Did you read playing... the PlayStation news and what they've done? Yeah. We'll tie it in here. Yeah. Um, so but, like, PlayStation for, playing, like, for the, the classic, sorry. Hmm. 
PlayStation yeah, didn't even make their own official emulator. What they did was they used like one of the. It was a smart move because in the the emulation community, this PlayStation emulator is known as the best. They've literally used that emulator. And what's the guys that made it going to do? Go to Sony. You, you can't use that. Of course, they can't say that. It's probably given them a bung in the back end. I mean, like, okay, you can leave your emulator up, and we're going to use it. But we're using it. Went, yep. And he's went. Oh no! I, like no, I want some money. And he's like, They've just gone around. Well, we'll just take, we'll just take it down then. And he's went. Ah, uh, okay, you can use it. <sighs> I think with these emulators, they do make them open source, so that anybody can download them and, and fuck about with them. So, and so Sony's went. Okay, we're Sony's, having that one because it's the best. Yeah, it Sony's saves went, us a bit okay, of work. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's what they've done. But I mean, it kind of pisses me off because so lazy. Sony, so lazy. Sony has Sony's got their own PS One emulator. Of course, they, have they do. A PS1 it's in the PSP. Emulator. It's in the PSP. It's in the fucking Vita. <laughs> you it's, know in what the mean? It's, it's in the PS Three. It's in the PS Four. Like, and that's a software emulation. That's not hardware. So it's. I mean, is it in the PS Four? Like yeah, because you can. Do someone's the hacked it, haven't they? No, yeah, no, you can't yeah. do the, you can't do the digital games on it. But um, there is a working PS One emulator, and I think it's Parappa the Rapper. Ah, sure that's, that's what it was. What it yeah, I knew, yeah. I knew it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's in it's in there, and like their PS One emulator on the Vita is fucking great because you can remap all the buttons, like on the Vita, and it works really well because you can map the uh, you can map the uh, uh, the directional buttons onto the analog stick so like say a game didn't have analog support like Final Fantasy 7 you can play analog on it on a PS1 game do you know, do you know what I'll make a prediction great. here as much as like I liked the Vita when it first came out and then it died see a good condition Vita like a very good condition Vita they're still available just now see in 10 years time they're going to be worth a fortune because there wasn't as many of them as PSPs whereas like you could still find a mm-hmm. good condition PSP even box to this day that's mm-hmm. basically out brand new but with a Vita that's starting to get hard even just now, like for a reasonable price. So I reckon yeah. by ten years that's going to become a rarity, like a still sealed beta, still large, like mm. as new beta. I mean, mostly I still, because the I, touch screen at the back, the touchpad at the back gets scratched to hell. Yeah, I mean, I still have my Vita that I, that I bought from a Game Center back in the day, and like I still use it like now. Um, I'd stopped using it for quite a long time when I got the Switch. Um, but I've started like using it a wee bit more now, just for like playing bits and pieces for trophies and things like that. And uh, will you buy Final Fantasy VII on the Switch? Is the question. Yeah, to no. finally play it on the original console it was intended to be on the original <laughs> platform. Well, it was. Nah. It was meant to be a SNES game, but then the the CD add-on went sideways. No, I won't. Um, I don't like that version of Final Fantasy VII that much. You prefer the original? The, I prefer the original one. Um, and like playing it on, I found playing on the Vita, like compared to the PS4, was way preferable. And then not because it was portable, but because it is the original. Was the version. original version? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the one that's in the PSP as well. But yep, I don't know. But um, I do because, and the other reason I won't buy it is because I do own the the PlayStation Classic that I can play on the Vita and I do own as well the uh, the one that's on the PS4 so I don't need to buy it again like, yeah I get hyped no about that day one and then I didn't like <laughs> that version either really and yep. I'm like it's much better better portable these days mm-hmm. so the the one reason that I, I will play that though is to get the trophies on it because I do want that game to be my 100th platinum. platinum when I eventually get it nice and I'm how at, far away are you? I'm at 78 right now hmm and I've made a little bit of a start on it. I've played maybe like two hours, but um, in order to get the platinum on that, you have to do the the Barrett Gold oh, the, Saucer oh, run. The weapons. 
Well, yeah, I mean that's fine, but like, uh, that's like the end game, and you can you can grind up to that. That's not a problem. But like, uh, you have to pretty much start off the game being like, okay, I need to go for the Barrett run. What's that? So like, uh, you see, you know how you go on the date in the golden saucer. Oh, you have to get Barrett to dress up, don't you? You have to. No, no, you don't have to get Barrett to dress up, but you have to get Barrett to go on Barrett the date. On the with date. You. Yep. Right. Which means that you have to basically be a dick to Tifa and Aerith and All the Yuffie way through. for the entire game and it starts off within the first like half an hour of the game starting because <laughs> you know you get the dialogue choices and like I never yeah, thought you always have to be a dick or a shrug yeah it didn't seem to make any difference but that's the only part of the game where it makes any real difference to is in that part of the game <laughs> no no not the dress up part it's the gold saucer date like later on <coughs> I'm sure you can get Barrett while you're dressed up as well. Um, I mean, you can speak. To, I'm sure you can speak to him while you're dressed up. But it's it's when you're when you go to the gold saucer for the the first time. Yeah, but I'm sure if you're on that run, you know how it's usually like Tifa and Aries or a variation of them that's watching you get dressed up and they comment how pretty a woman you are. I'm sure Barrett's standing there in one of them. Um, he might be. I can't remember. I'm sure he sees remember. you as a woman at some point anyway. Yeah, and but he's yeah. Dropped. Yeah, <laughs> of course he would be. Um, so yeah, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two has sold more copies in eight days than Red Dead Redemption One did in eight lifetime. Years. Yep, holy fuck, crazy. And Red <laughs> Dead was mad. a popular game, the first one. Yeah, and I mean the, the the first one, like I think it does very, it does do very well in the second hand market. Like people buy and sell that game all the time, yep. like every day. <laughs> Like not even before Red Dead Two was was announced, like you would always get that coming in and out all the time. And GTA Five, and GTA Five's the same. Um, but I mean, people have kind of mo- for the most part moved on to like the next gen ones for for that. And I think with Red Dead One going back compact, like it kind of breathed new life into that. And they did do a new pressing of, of Red Dead One as well. Yeah, they did in, in the Xbox One box, which looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, because they started out with that line remember plays on Xbox One as well with the logo mm. but they put them in mm. Xbox 360 boxes because remember yep. I went back and bought GTA yeah. and it, it yeah, was no. in, it oh, was no, in the, the older GTA yeah, GTA 4 yeah, yeah and it, it was in the because I got it from Argos and it was in the 360 mm. box and I'm like huh I think we're now they put them in the Xbox One boxes so it sits in the collection because I remember when I was working at CX and like somebody put it out in the Xbox One section I'm like well that doesn't technically go there because it's a 360 game but mm-hmm. the, um, you do, do you know what uh, they go in the 360 section even though it's an Xbox One case yep because we just well I mean we still take it in as a 360 game yeah but I don't know it's a tough one yeah um, I mean I, I don't know maybe down the line it will be separated out into like 360 but works on Xbox One type I think type it's a thing. clever idea so, for them to sell more yeah yeah definitely um, I mean I, th- I think they would sell more if they were split and you've seen, you've, seen, you've seen you've seen the X update the, the, the graphic update for Red Dead what it looks like compared to 360 remember I showed you the yep. screenshots yeah that's phenomenal the update they've done it's basically the PC mm. version though um, I found out something interesting actually about Battles Compatibility uh, this week um, mm. so Grand Theft Auto San Andreas Right, um, it's a special the, edition. The 360 version is backwards compatible with the Xbox One, right? Yep, and when you put it in, it upgrades it. And it's like twi- it's like twenty quid or something like that. But if you buy the like say like from us, but if you buy the Xbox original version of it, 
which you can yep. get for about six quid, then it'll give you the new version of the game. Yep, I knew that. So if you want to get it cheaper, do it that way. Buy the original Xbox version and do that battles compatible because you'll get the same game either way. Well, does it give you the 360 version? It does, yep. Why? I take it just never made the original version backwards compatible. The San Andreas, did it come to the original Xbox? Because I don't think it did. Apparently. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Apparently. What, what you, I was reading, reading this. I don't know, where? but I read it somewhere. This is fake news. <laughs> Ignore what Andy said. What Andy's meaning is what I was saying. Basically, there's a special edition of the game, which is updated graphics, and that's what it's talking about. Like if you sure buy the digital, no. If, no, if you buy the digital version, it's already the updated version of San Andreas that came out to mobile and stuff. And if you put in the original 360 version, it gives you the patch. It updates it to the the, the remastered version that came to PS4 and stuff. That's what happens because you can buy it digital on the Xbox One as an Xbox One version. You can do it for the PS4 as well, and it's an updated version. But I'm sure it's only in America it, no, on the it, PS4 it come, because I did, did come to I the buy, Did it? Xbox, yeah. Are you sure? For sure, it came in South Africa, and for sure, it came in America. Uh, did it come out here? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think it did. I'm sure it did. I'm sure I've seen it in the shop. It was a PlayStation 2 exclusive. Or timed exclusive, at least. GTA San Andreas, Xbox Original, £5. Definitely on Xbox original. Or if you want it on Xbox 360, £25. That's crazy. Yeah, but the, the, the remastered version that came out, the 360 one's a special updated one, isn't it? Yeah, but if, you, like, if you're doing it through backwards compatibility, like if you put the original Xbox game into your console, right. it'll download that version for you. Huh. So if you're after a cheap way to get San Andreas, the, the new version, then you can do it through the original Xbox game, which I thought was pretty cool. It's nice of Microsoft to do that. Um, what anyway, yeah, but, uh, buy an original Xbox. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Jurassic World Evolution is getting DLC coming out on twentieth of November. It's called The Secrets of Doctor Wu. Which is crazy because I thought this game was dead, but I'm glad they're still doing development for it. And I'm sure I complained a couple of weeks ago that that I was really surprised they didn't add stuff to this game because it was a decent enough game and they just left it but I would still play it a lot more if it came to Switch hmm. I think this is a paid DLC isn't it yeah, yeah. makes sense they put uh, development time into it and it doesn't seem like hmm. it was one that was like by the season pass so they've obviously worked on this after the game came out so I'm okay with hmm. this sort of DLC do you yeah. know what I mean it's not like even to an extent the Spider-Man stuff it's like by the season pass before the game's out and here's what the stuff's called it's like oh you're clearly working on this just now how about you just like that's what DLC used to be. It used to be the developers put the game out and they went, "Oh, those were cool ideas. Let's see how the game does." Okay, let's develop this into an actual thing and release it. So that's obviously what's happened with this. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they've had some more ideas and went, "Yeah, let's blast it out." When DLC gets announced, when DLC gets announced before the game comes out, like obviously Call of Duty is going to add maps. That's just standard and blah blah. But like, I just feel sometimes when games do it, it's like that's sitting ready there's no fucking development or extra cost that was part of normal development do you know and mm. I get it yeah. because I was watching a video where the guy was saying as much as people complain about this sort of stuff you've got to remember that even with inflation video game prices have, hasn't rised 
but like you look at Red Dead Redemption, the cost of making that game, right? Not mm. saying it won't make it back, but they're mm. still only charging like fifty quid for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like I played I paid fifty quid for Sonic Chaos, which was maybe made by a team <laughs> of a hundred people maximum. Mm. Maybe not even. And Red Dead, what, hundreds of thousands, what, three thousand people or something involved, voice actors, Easy, millions yeah. of dollars spent. And that's it's crazy how like they, that so that's why the guy was saying you shouldn't complain about loot boxes as much even though it seems unfair because it's one of the developers only way of trying to claw back money after paying their fees to the distributor and sony and microsoft you know like they get a fraction of each game back you know yeah i mean like a, a game doesn't become profitable until it's sold like millions and millions of <clears throat> copies yeah and it, I, and think, I mean i'm not I saying think... loot boxes are the right way to do it but i definitely think that something should be given back because i mean cinema tickets have increased in price why yeah, why I haven't mean, video games you know they could they could do away with loot boxes completely and like outlaw them in gaming but if you did that then every single game would be at least 10 pounds dearer oh guaranteed yeah fifa every would be 70 game. quid every year yep because yep, of the licenses exactly. Or maybe even deal, even even more than that. Yep. Yeah. So right now, would you like... rather pay a hundred pounds for your game straight away, or mm-hmm. would you rather like they broke it into DLC and you paid what maybe sixty, seventy pound? I think I would rather do the season pass way when you have a lot. I'm the first one to complain about DLC and season passes, and so are you. You hate them like because of uh, Noir, but you were filling the season passes up until Noir, but that was bullshit what they'd done. The day after <laughs> yeah. the season pass ran out, they released more mm-hmm. DLC. That was just shitty from Rockstar. Do you know what I mean? But um. For the most part, when you think about it, game developers like can't make much money these days, you know, compared to what they used to, because they used to be able to sell a game like Dick Tracy on the Master System, fifty bucks. There you go, we're fucking loaded. Twenty of us made it together. Do you know what I mean? In, in six months. In six months, fifty pounds, and I'm paying fifty pounds for something like Red Dead Redemption Two, which is looking the way it does, or even like God of War. Like to be fair, do you know what I mean? Like masterpieces mm. of games. I'm not saying Dick Tracy wasn't, it was okay, but, it, but it's the same, my point is, inflation it hasn't risen with, do you know what I mean? Like, But yeah, these crazy. games took thousands of people, like, years and years worth of hard fucking effort to make, and you've got to pay these people for their work, and like all the assets, and like and all that sort of shit, that you didn't have back then, because I mean, how much is it fucking costing you for a Dick Tracy I, asset? Yeah, <laughs> see the thing is, I predict, next generation games are going to be 60 quid, yeah, and you know I'm okay with that. Like that's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. What is your upper I, limit for games? Um, I mean, just a standard version, no ultimate edition, no season pass. Just say like God, the war came out next gen. Would you pay seventy quid for it? Yeah, I think I think seventy is probably would, the top. I know minimum wages went up and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully, wages do for everybody. But like at the same time, like uh, yeah, maybe. what do you call it? <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll see. Um, but like the thing is, like, uh, when does it become too expensive to be a gamer? Do you know what I mean? That's the mm. question. But like, when does it become too unfair to develop a game? Like, mm. you I know, think the, I think the uh, the sliding scale of like game prices right now is what it actually works quite well. So like, you do have like your super duper expensive blah 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 edition, whatever it is that has all the extra bullshit tacked onto it. You could spend a hundred quid on it if you wanted, but you don't have to do that. The base CD version keys seventy five. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> the base version is like if you buy it physical, then it's between forty and fifty, or if you buy it digital, it's normally between fifty and sixty. And yeah, if you buy it off the store, it's sixty and seventy. Yeah, um, well, just depending on what game it is and whatnot. But you do have like the cheaper games, which like uh, yeah. 
things of the digital only games and and you do even have like physical games that do come out at cheaper price points <clears throat> like 30 40 pound and some of them are yeah. like 20 pound like things like St- stardew valley and stuff like that but so there is a sliding scale depending on what the game content is and like how big the studio is and stuff and i think it's to do with as well like how much development money's gone into the game because i guarantee like stardew valley for example there's no nowhere near as much money being put into that as like red dead god of war like uh Assassin's Creed, that sort of stuff. So they can put a cheaper price point on it and still make a good profit off it because they know that say oh, they put that game out fifty pound, no one buys it. Yeah, it's one of the biggest selling games of all time. Yeah, and it, it, the and development costs like, initially for that couldn't have been much. No, like what a team of maybe maybe a hundred people. Yeah, forty to hundred. Yeah, yeah. So and obviously that team's probably grown and grown and grown over the years, and they've added fucking. Oh, no, Microsoft don't it, it. Yeah. But yeah, so like I think that model needs to keep going. But yeah, I I would be okay with like the triple quote unquote triple A games being like sixty, maybe even seventy as standard. If if they're if you see like, in fact, not, not even like if God of War came out at sixty pound, like I know it probably was that digital on the store, but if it came out at sixty pound, I'd have I'd have probably still bought it day one. Yeah, I think I'd be fine at sixty pound. I reckon, like, see when the PS3 first launched, that was the price of games. I remember paying mm-hmm. sixty pound mm-hmm. for Call of Duty Three. <laughs> it wasn't bad. See, see the use of the like um, the six-axis thing when you tilted your controller, it done the melee attack. That was novel at the time. Obviously, now mm-hmm. you've realised it's horseshit using that feature. But like, remember the Uncharted where you had to balance with it? That was awful. Oh, I hated that. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> D- Dave Perry's trying to be a YouTuber. Do you remember who Dave, Pe- Dave Perry is? He walked off a Games Master. Yeah, he walked off a Games Master. So he should just have walked away and just never come back. I, I watched his video and it was fucking terrible. There's so many like good YouTubers out there. And like this guy is not one of them. And he's never got any hope of being a good YouTuber. So fuck that guy. Um, Red Dead Online's beta is coming soon, did they say? Actually, when the date was for End it? End of November, so I would reckon in the November. next two weeks. Is it going to be an open beta or closed? Do you know? Open. It's part open. of the game. Okay, cool. That's cool. Um, Expect a rocky launch, by the way, because GTA Five was riddled problems at first. Yeah, and it fucking sucked. GTA Online at launch, um, and it took them quite a long time to make it into something good. However, I reckon this will be more complete at launch than what GTA Online was, because they've obviously learned a lot from GTA Online, like how to get people engaged and get them to keep playing, because what you need is to make money off of that model is to get people to play every day oh yeah so they'll, they'll have got something that's got a hook that makes people play that version every day um so there's a there was a guy wrote into to Eurogamer and they, they covered this article about this guy whose Xbox One X started turning on his electric fire <laughs> yeah a bonus feature that you weren't aware of which I thought was really funny but apparently it's something to do with the IR blaster on the Xbox One X Basically, like it just puts out a signal looking for controllers, and that happens to be on the same frequency as this guy's fire, and it turns his fire on. <laughs> Which I thought is really funny. But I mean, what I if it's it what if it's warm? Came to the, is it a patch that's came to the IR or something? I think it's something like that, yeah. Because the guy said it only started happening to him recently, and like Eurogamer like went really in depth with it because they just thought the guy was like basically trying to make up a story. And they're like, no, you need to show me this, like, in a video. And they showed it in the video, and they're like, oh, but you could still have a remote. Like, you need to show me it, like, live on FaceTime with your hands in the shot. <laughs> and he's like, okay. 
and showed them and like showed them around his room and everything like that, and it seems to be totally legit. So uh, it was funny because he reached out to like the company that makes a fire and everything as well, and they're like, "Oh, we've never heard of this before. <laughs> like, let's look into it." And they're like, "We have no idea why this is happening." <laughs> like, they probably don't even know. Like, it's probably only this one guy that's ever had this issue. But I thought that was funny. Um, the strategy guide maker Prima Games is shutting down. Oh. Did you ever have any of these back in the day? Because of Google. Well, yeah, like I mean, Game Facts and stuff like that's been around for years and years. Like um, Game FAQs. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I call it Game Facts, but um, but it's FAQs. <laughs> fucking Game Facts. But like, I, I've been using them since I don't know, early two thousands. So like, oh, easily. That was one of the first websites I was going on. Yeah, it's, it's probably it's probably the first website that I went on outside of like I don't know, like like oh here's the in- someone showing me oh here's the internet and I'll go oh what like can I what can I do on this and like, oh you can look up things and like I was into games at the time so I'd looked up stuff about games and come across game facts and then like I remember printing out a guide for Final Fantasy Seven <laughs> back then. <laughs> And I don't think I ever really used it, but it was a guide of like how to get all the ultimate weapons. Yeah. And like it was like the ASCII guide and all that, and like that's way better than like the prima prima guides, like what they were, because you fight through a fucking book. And nowadays, yeah, no, like there's no no market for this whatsoever. If you can buy an app that's a guide, okay, fair enough. So it's on your phone and it's accessible and whatnot. Um anything made it searchable and things but like I think Red Dead has it in the Red Dead app yeah it does you can buy a digital version which which I quite like that as like a concept so that if you're in the Red Dead app anyway and you get stuck at something there is an option for you to go buy the guides I think it's like £10 or something like that Um. so the I, I'm sure I had one of these I think it was Final Fantasy 8 guide I'm sure was the only one I had it's one of the few guidebooks that I ever bought like did, did you ever buy any of these guidebooks like uh, back in the day <clears throat> um, my wife I have a reason and cut me off <laughs> like, so did you ever only working mm. in 4G their, their Wi-Fi yeah. is awful Although yeah. I did manage to play Call of Duty Black Ops multiplayer last night quite smoothly, but then everybody came to the the meeting today was like, I couldn't get in the Wi-Fi last night. I'm like, it's <laughs> because you were playing Call of Duty, you stole all the bandwidth. Um, it probably so did, was. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever <laughs> did you ever buy any of these guides back in the day? Uh, the last one I bought was Fallout Four or Final Fantasy Fifteen, like the hardback so, like, special editions because okay. they look quite cool books. Yeah, I mean they're good books to have like on the shelf, and they're fun to flick through. But I never really used them. Like even the Final yeah, Fantasy one, like yeah, I, like I just liked having it on the shelf and like flick through the pictures every so often. Like I never really looked up the guides for anything. Um, the uh, I did have uh, I bought one a while back. But I don't know if it was by Prima, because um, I found it in a in like a secondhand shop, and it was Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Mm-hmm. That I found it was like a pound <laughs> I was like okay and it was sealed still sealed and it had a game sticker on it I was like okay well I'm going to buy that like just to just so that I have it because 
otherwise it's just going to sit on the shelf forever and end up yeah. in a bin somewhere I need to rescue this but I don't think I ever looked at it I don't even know what it is I got Last of Us one as well because it came with a cool keyring and I had the disc mm. in the game centre okay was it by Prima though? I don't know if it was by Prima Yeah, no, I think it was by Puma. Cool. But anyway, it was a it was a paperback one. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I don't. It's, I would say it was sad news, but it's been coming for a long time that one. I think. Um, we spoke about that open source emulator thing already. Uh, Nintendo's suspending all Wii video streaming services early next year. So any like YouTube, Netflix, all that shit uh. gone. Makes sense. YouTube just came out on the Switch this week. And the license it, probably, they're paying for the license, they don't want to be paying for it for a console yep. that's two generations old at this point. Yep, makes complete sense. Like, fuck that, get it to fuck, Wii's are dead. If, if, if anyone's still... using YouTube and the Wii, then mm. you're in an old folks <laughs> home and you should be using the Wii bowling to help with your arthritis rather than watching <laughs> YouTube videos. Yep, or I'll just get a Wii U. Like yeah, I got asked a question so. during my training today because one of the examples of where to find information, like for, because we get split into groups for one part of the training, it was like, imagine you had intranet only, so it was only intranet available to O2, and mm. then like the other one was like, imagine you only, you had no landlines or nothing, that was just word of mouth, and then my one was internet, so I said, YouTube, and I got asked, mm. hmm, um, what can you find on YouTube, and I just gave one word answer, anything. everything, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it, it was accepted. I mean, it's 100% correct. Like, you can literally look up anything on YouTube and find an answer. Yep. To, like, because, like, I had to list, like, say, tech sites where to get information. I put, like, mm. T3 Tech Radar. I did put a load of them underneath, but my first two answers were Google and YouTube. You don't need anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. For the, for the most you part, you can get almost every answer to every question on those two websites. It was just so funny. <laughs> my, my, my straight answer was, what can you find on YouTube? Anything. And the mm. trainer guy just went, yeah, I agree with that. I'll accept that answer. Yep. Any you want. <laughs> um, I so they're so doing away with that on the on the Wii. So fucking move on from Wii's people that are still using that to <laughs> to watch. Yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. Be- Bethany, Bethany did give her a review of uh, YouTube on the on the Switch. Did you give it two thumbs up? Did she? Was it on our <laughs> right. channel? Um, I I mean, I imagine like all all YouTube is there. Like I didn't no, check it's, it. It's but, on like, Bethany's channel. Oh no 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 she no no <laughs> no she was just using it uh, uh, earlier on today like looking up things about fucking Five Nights at Freddy's she gave it she's just going to do one video a year like be one of those elusive YouTubers pretty much yeah <laughs> so that when there's a when there's a video <laughs> most of the, uh, to be fair like she does want to do new videos and like get a ten box Pokemon well hey, we could do that actually yeah I might do that um but to be fair the uh, it's like she wants to do videos it's mostly me that is the the roadblock for the videos for her because like she can't edit them or anything like that like it needs to be me that like shoots and then edits and uploads and does all that stuff which takes a lot of time take a take a uncle fraser's and just leave her for the afternoon yeah I'll be like go and have fun with your uncle fraser and then you and... can come around mine and play the computer or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah um, uh, so moving on from that uh, battlefield one players stopped shooting each other to commemorate armistice day like, I didn't. Uh, I played Battlefield Five that day. No, but that's a different war, so it's fine. Battlefield was it One. Not World it War was... Two were celebrating recently. No, World War One. World War One. With the poppies, World War One. 
Yep, Armistice Day is World War One. I thought Poppies was World War Two. What is World War Two? No. D Day. Uh, well, D Day was like one thing from I think it's V E Day is the end of the uh, the war, the Second World War. Ah, it's too many but wars. Armistice is, <laughs> Armistice is the First World War. I mean, it makes sense because Battlefield One was the First World War, and it was like quite a nice video for, but it was really really brief. Like it wasn't like an organized thing from the from the developers it was like the community had done it um, the friend that was still playing Battlefield 1 I bet you there was still I bet you there was there still was and the guy the guy it was funny because the guy that was making the video got knifed in the back did he <laughs> somebody come up and like knifed him in the back um, but what, then the guy they, that they got to the line like they did in the war and just stand next to each other or something or pretty much yeah they just kind of like milled about on the beach and like nobody shot each other but then somebody, I'd see honestly if I was playing like it's a video game, I'd have well get my kill death ratio up. At that point, <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking. Grenade, grenade in the middle of them. But yeah, like some guy ran up and stabbed the guy in the back, and uh, and like but the guy that stabbed the guy that was making the video in the back, like he actually came out and like apologized about it later on because he was like, I wouldn't have because like oh I didn't I didn't realize that's what like was going on. What I just said is this is an this is people making money off a war by making an entertainment pro- product. So <laughs> I'm getting my entertainment by winning this game. Mm. I'm not joking, yeah. and I know that's I'm not meaning to belittle stuff like that, right? Because it's a nice mm. gesture. But what does it prove? It's just a game. It honestly, it's even things like that. That's that's when people connect games in real life too much. EA's made money off this, off the back of the war. No, no, absolutely, but like I, I do think it's quite a cool thing that like people did, and I'm sure there's, there's a game called Verdun. It's like a World War One game, and and uh, in that there's like a story mission that is related to like the the folk down in tools, and like you know, remember they played football, on football. Christmas Day, that yeah, that thing, swap so, like, and stuff. Yeah, so like like that is in is represented in that game, and I think that's like a better representation than like what this is. Yeah, but, but fair point to view for trying to do something hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, um, you're, you're, make, you're making a proud stand in a game that you've paid money for that is just for profit for a big name company. I mean, really, really, people have you done have to it just to. Or something. I bet really, you people have, to have done this just to make a YouTube coffee. video and get hits on it. No, they probably didn't. Like the reason they've done it is for a YouTube video so they can get hits. That's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I would have loved to have been the guy that went in with a grenade or a landmine or something. And just went fuck all y'all. <laughs> Um, moving on from that, um, YouTube has decided and that they're going to uh, terminate uh, videos which feature game hacking and modding and cheats. How does that apply to ROM hacks of fan games that Sega's okay with? Yeah, so like this is a, this is this is going to go somewhere bigger than this. So the, the one that like I immediately thought of when I read this is like the guy uh, she says who does the yeah, boundary break. break. So like he yeah, he hacks livelihood. the game and like that is his job. He hacks games and like it takes the camera anywhere in the game. Sees assets. Yeah. that's not in the map and stuff. So yeah. you can dig around it's in it and like it's and it's really interesting to go like for him to go around and explore the games and like developers don't have a problem with this. If you look back, like uh, I think last year he did a video uh, in in uh, in correspondence with the guys from Ukulele, the developers. And they were totally cool with it, and they were on board with him, and they helped him to do the video, and like even like recorded some segments for the video with him, like voiceovers yeah. and stuff. I explain like why they developed it in this way, and it's really interesting to see it in the back end 
like that. So, like, what's going to happen to like the likes of his channel? Is he just not going to be allowed to make videos anymore like that? Or, or like, or like what I said, what about the Sonic modding community online that like mm. mod the ROMs? Like, Sega doesn't mind them. They, they, yep. they hired those guys. They, they hired the main guy that did that. So yeah, I mean, I, I think there's going to be more comes out from this down the line. Um, I think what I think what YouTube is trying to do is trying to do away with the people that are making a video that says like, get free V bucks in Fortnite that's like, fine. by doing this method, that sort of thing, like glitches that, and cheats for an online game where there's cash money involved is yep. fine. I agree yep. with that. But, but for like, somebody like Boundary Break or like I said, this, mm. when somebody goes, oh look, I've done a hack of Sonic One in the Master System, but I've mm. added in Shadow or I've added in yep. new levels, that shouldn't be affected in my mind. I don't think so, no. Um, but the other one is like, say for example, if somebody does like a video of like all the cheats in GTA, which are cheats that are put in by the developers. Yeah, I mean yeah. the developers put the cheats in the game so that you can fuck about with them, and that's fine. Like, are yeah. they going to do away with those those videos? Yeah, there's going to have to be specifics for this. So yeah, I think there's there's going this is going to be this is going to be developing over the next wee while till YouTube like refines their language that they've used in, in this uh, statement. So it will yeah. be interesting anyway. Um, so then moving on from that, then we've got all the news from the Microsoft uh, from the Microsoft press conference over the weekend. So what did you think of this press conference? Boring. Yeah, <laughs> that's new. pretty much nothing new like everything we've seen we're like yeah we know okay that's a bit mm. more cut scenes but yeah we know and like PUBG coming to Game Pass you predicted like three weeks ago yep like and no it went, surprises it went... and the rest of Game Pass was shite like we've got 15 games or whatever it was yeah but there's only one good one <laughs> so yeah um, there was one or two good ones like uh, Microsoft did announce that they've bought Obsidian that was rumoured a few weeks ago so that's yeah. confirmed that, and they also bought um, in in exile, who are the guys yeah. that made uh, a bar- the Bard's Tale or Bard's Tale. This is called. all. This is Microsoft just building a foundation for the next generation. None of these yep. studios are really going to make anything of note this generation. I don't think. I think all totally these agree. guys are in place because of people complaining about the lack of Microsoft exclusives. So Microsoft have just went in their big pockets and went, okay, let's buy a bunch of studios for next gen and make this right, because Microsoft are in the current defensive mode after the Xbox mm. One launch wasn't great, they're trying to claw it back so they, they want Xbox Two or whatever it's called or Scarlet mm. to run as smoothly as possible so what they're doing is just buying all these studios so that they can come out the gate and go this is exclusive, this is exclusive, this is exclusive this is exclusive mm. I, I think to be honest, they've for the last three years they've been in hardcore prep mode for next gen and this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. This is kind of like the because obviously those those studios that even the ones that announced that they bought and like the stuff that's being worked on already, those guys are probably two three years maybe deep into developing whatever game it is that they're making for the next system, and I think that Microsoft is uh, like the Xbox One X and stuff like that is stuff that they came up with whilst they were developing the new system, um, yeah, and they, they probably came up with it. the yeah we can do this now and <laughs> um, they probably came up with the idea for for the X the X and the S. Um, I would say maybe a year into the Xbox One's life cycle when they realised that they were fucked for this generation so they tried to win it back with those by going like okay well how can we beat Sony we can make like the slim console and we can uh, make the most powerful console 4K Blu-ray player that sort of thing yeah Um, and that's all helped to like definitely win people back around like I've I've seen quite a few people like talking about like um, how they how they now like want to play with their friends on Xbox Ones and like even yeah, like with, 
Yeah, and even like with ourselves, like you play mm. multiplayer games on, on Xbox One S, and that has pulled like me and Fraser, or sorry, on X, sorry, I mean, that's pulled me and Fraser over to playing multiplayer games on Xbox, mm. which is making us play other games on Xbox as well. Oh, yeah, we've been trying a few, we sampled a few, but like the thing is, you've got to remember, like last generation, remember I started with PS3 and I gave up with it mm. and I got 360, mm. and 360 was a. It, it, it beat the PS3 without a doubt mm. because of the architecture but like Xbox 360 was a great console the online was set up the achievement system everything was there the Xbox Live Arcade and stuff PS3 had to catch up last gen this generation Microsoft like stumbled out out the gate and I was PS4 I didn't even get an Xbox one day one do you know what I mean like mm. yeah. and it's just as as they've been doing the more okay the fans want this we've done this now we've done this now we've done this now they slowly won, won me back round and then when the PS4 Pro was a bit of a disappointment with me um, and it cost so much then mm. I got an X and it, it just blew my mind it was like this this is legitimately what like a, a half step should be like the PS4 Pro was like a token gesture compared to the X do you know what I mean especially mm. with the price points the size of the console and actual like graphical capabilities and processing power like the PS4 is not miles away but it's definitely a big leap where it should not be a similar price point in my mind I mean the PS PS4 Pro is like three fifty and the Xbox One X is like four fifty. So obviously you can get them cheaper than that, but like that's the like retail price. When the PS4 Pro launched, it wasn't that price, and the Xbox One X is newer. Well, that is that is what it is like now. Yeah. That's the yeah. The, it's I give you that, right, but for yeah. for what you're paying, I would argue a hundred times over that you're getting better value for money with the X. Yeah, that's true. Depending on like when the new Xbox console comes out, I think that's the only thing. Because like, if it comes out next year, 20, 20, and it's, 2020. 2020, the, uh, I think the PS4 will come out in 2020. I could see the Xbox come out next year. If it does, then the Xbox One's been a bit of a rip, and that's why I think they should definitely say that like games will be playable on the X and the new console to start with. I definitely think so. I would I would hope so, but you, I mean, you never know. Like uh, The way that Microsoft's been doing it, I think they will. Like, And I think they would be smart to like cut off the older generation ones so like original xbox won't play these or yep. like just make the game so big that they can't fit on it <laughs> or like the s is where well they're headed that way do you know what i mean like if yeah. you've got an original xbox one and you install red dead redemption 2 mm-hmm. it, it'll barely function because it's a recommended mm-hmm. 50 gig to install the 100 gig and your system software takes what is it 200 or something stupid now it's, ne- it's nearly 200 yeah yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Can't. So, like, you've got no space. If you install Red Dead 2, you're lucky if it installs, and that's with nothing else in your console. Yep. It is better on PlayStation because you've got uh, the system installs smaller, so you've got more room available if you get it on PlayStation if you've only got 500 gig. But, uh, yeah, the new consoles need to be a minimum of 2 terabyte. Um, probably, yeah, out of the box, but they won't be. You uh, yeah. know they're going to be a terabyte to launch. No, you know no, no way. There's no way. They can't. I bet they are. One the terabyte to be... launch. The assets are going to be too big. They need to be a minimum of two terabyte. I would say that ideally five terabyte, like would be the kind of ideal. What two options? A terabyte and five terabyte. Yeah. Huh. That that would be the kind of like the ideal for for me to have a five terabyte because like I've got two terabyte my PS4 Pro and it's full, like and I don't I don't even have half of my games installed on it. Well, do you not maybe, remember my troubles coming here? Obviously, I don't play my PS4 as much. Like, when I sold my PS4 Pro, I'd done without a PS4 for, what, about six months? Yeah. And then I bought the PS4 Slim for God of War because it was, mm. like, what, 200 quid with the God of War or something crazy like that, which is a good price. And 
it's technically my PS4 is my third console now. The only reason I've got it down here is because it's so light and I can put it in my bag, the Slim. But like, um, the PS4 has got 500 gigabytes in it, the standard Slim. Um, my Xbox One X has got like three terabyte total. And it's got like 600 gigabyte left, which is nothing. Uh, this has got 500 gig. I've come down here with four games and the console's full. Yeah. <laughs> which is mad. Like uh, my Xbox One S, I've got, I think I've got 60 games installed on it. Obviously, they're different varying sizes and stuff like that. Um, but I got a terabyte one um, because yeah. of that reason. The thing is, like obviously last gen, you didn't have to install every game to play it do you know what i mean like some games i'm sure you could yep. install to run faster or run off the hard drive but like in this generation some of them you every... didn't install at all yeah some of them you didn't install at all but in this generation you have to install every game end of yep. story so like last gen it was like oh i would get that digital but i've got no space i'll just get the disc whereas this generation it's like you buy the disc you're still having that big fat install yep probably even a longer install to play the game as well because when you download the digital version whenever you buy it it'll have the latest updates with it but with with the the the, the on this version you're going for base version yeah and you need to download whatever updates have come since yeah. that yeah Um, yeah, so uh, other than that, like they announced a bunch of new games coming to Game Pass. Um, there was a couple that were like out now type things, like PUBG's free over the weekend, and then it's in Game Pass as of I think it's Monday. Um, there's also uh, there was a game went out straight away on Game Pass. What was it called? Thief of Thieves, something like that. Well, the next day for UK, but yeah, I've, I played yeah. it. I'll talk about it more later. Okay, it looks cool. Like uh, I'll, I'll be interested to see what you think of it. Um, and uh, the other big one for me was Hellblade coming to Game Pass. Yeah, I've I've had that in my basket so many times. And Me too, man. Awesome. Like, yeah. I've never had it in my basket on Xbox right now. Like, it's always been on PlayStation. But like, any time it's been on sale, I've been like, and, and I nearly bought it when it first came out because like it got really good buzz uh, last year when it came out on PS4. Is um, it not a game about mental health and it's told through like a Viking drug trip almost? Kind of, yeah. But I mean, it's like it's a third person like action game with like some puzzle mm. elements in it. But there's a lot of like apparently really good like sound effect design and stuff like that and it's uh, it tells a story like and it's all about mental health stuff. i think its problem is it kind of looked a wee bit like horizon zero dawn with the protagonist and it came out about she, the same time she did a little bit but i mean it sold really really well like they, they did a really good model and a ninja theory for it i mean that's what's like to them being bought they? by microsoft yeah they won massive amounts of awards and like it's funny because like the girl that played uh it, i'm sure her name's yeah i'm sure her name's senior in it and um, the girl that played her in it is uh yeah was just like a staffer at the at the office and she like won an award for like like her the performance <laughs> yeah and i'm sure she's probably a voice actor now she's probably went oh i can probably make more money being a voice actor than i can doing yeah, this never job mind, never mind making your <laughs> tea anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, so that's the big one for me. Um, that's coming to Game Pass on December the fourteenth. So see whenever I'll, you see I'll gaming staffer or like staffer, you just mm-hmm. picture the T boy, the T boy yeah. that does the sandwich run at lunchtime. I picture, do you know, what I picture, I picture Russ testing uh, lampposts. <laughs> oh yeah, when he had to, what was that for? Um, uh, Crackdown two. Crackdown two, and there was the <laughs> other game that's free to play. Uh, was it like APB? APB, yeah, yeah, that was. I was thinking Mag, but yeah, APB, it was. Yeah, he was the game tester for those, and like he's. Remember when we talked to him on the show about it? And he was like, "Well, I just had to test how lampposts would bend by driving <laughs> into them over and over for like eight hours a day." Can you imagine Every how lamp-post in the that game. would have been? Oh my god, that'd yeah. be horrible. 
absolutely horrible. You're like, oh, can I can I just go and like can I just go and like collect the orbs? No, absolutely not. Can you imagine what they said to you? Is uh, you need to go and examine every piece of water in this game. What I'm in it. I'm doing it. I do that anyway. (laughs) You're like that's my dream job. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But yeah, so that's that's coming to Game Pass on December the fourteenth. So I look forward to playing that and talk about it. I imagine. Yeah, they did announce a bunch of other games coming to Game Pass, but none of them were really, they, none of them really like shouted out to me. Apart from uh, Thomas was Alone's coming. Uh, Thomas was Alone is a really good game if you've not played it before. Hundred percent play that when it comes to Game Pass. Ori and the Blind Forest one and two are coming as well. Yeah, I mean, I already own Ori one and like they upgraded it for free to the definitive edition. Like I got that when I got my first Xbox one, and um, it was one of the like codes that came with it. Um, and Ori's really, really good. Like if you've not played that before definitely play that and like the if second moment Fraser, it comes out will become to it too Fraser asked me tonight if um, Fallout was going to be in Game Pass day one and I went um, no it'll be a good few years for Fallout because like it's not an exclusive yeah. like, and Fallout 4 is just about to go off of Game Pass actually yeah because the only thing that stays in Game Pass is Microsoft exclusives which is still a good deal which is fine yeah I mean and I mean if you didn't if you like Fallout 4 has been in it for a few months now like it was get, E3 it came out so it's been four you get it in a months. sale you, you can buy it physical for like six quid you can buy it in a yeah. sale for about ten pounds you know digital and yep. like with the Game Pass discount you get a discount off it if you really missed that's the cool thing like if a game's going and you get really into it you, they give you a discount for having Game Pass to buy it digitals yep I should really play Fallout 4 but they really hit the nail I... in the head with Game Pass man they honestly <laughs> did yeah, they've, they've done a good job with it. And, you know, like, PlayStation now is kind of on the way to being Game Pass for PlayStation. Like, they they need to rebrand it to make it to make it work because yep. PlayStation now has been... The name's been tarnished. So they need and to rebrand they need it to, to make it work. what Microsoft did and make all Sony exclusives free forever. Sony will never do that. But they need to, or it's not going to compete. No, they, they won't ever do that. And um, they're... The Sony audience, I would say, is too engaged with that sort of stuff that their sales would suffer. Xboxes don't seem to have suffered, but Sony's audience would. Yeah, look at Forza Horizon Four. That's crazy. It's been in the charts yep. since it came out. It's like, why are you buying this? Just buy Game Pass, idiots. Buy Game Pass, and then you can buy like the James Bond cars, and like you'll so still spend less money. We finally, we finally got Fraser onto um, Game Pass. Finally. Yeah, I mean, like it's a, it's a fucking it's a no brainer for anyone that like plays especially a lot for of him. Games. Yeah, we were game sharing and obviously it was messing up my Xbox, so I stopped it mm-hmm. and I bought him back the games. I gave him half the money back for Fallout, um, Far Cry, yeah. and I bought him PUBG. And yeah. uh, he was moaning that he didn't have half the games. And okay, I do have a lot more games than Game Pass has digital, but like if he misses a big game library, it's like cheaper than Netflix. Like yep. It's it's great for Why? people like that actually just buy like say you say if, like a kid is getting a console for Christmas and you're like buy oh, them I need a year's game pass. I need to buy them some games just buy them a year's of game pass yeah and then you've got Sea of Thieves games you've got fucking uh, Forza Gears of War 5. Forza Four Gears of War Five all the old games and then you've got like uh, upcoming things like Crackdown and that it's the gift that keeps on know, giving. Do you know what's weird to me is that that's Forza a seven. that's a great tagline like for for people that like is. game pass buy a year's game pass for them. It's the gift that keeps on giving them games. It's weird to me that Forza Seven and Horizon Three isn't on it yet. Um, I mean, Forza Seven, yes. Horizon Three, no. Horizon Four's out. You don't need Horizon Three anymore. No, you don't need it, but it's still a decent enough game. But like, it's weird that Forza Seven isn't on it when like all the Halos are, all the Gears are. Do you know what I mean? 
Like it's just a weird, weird decision. Hmm. Forza Seven should be there. I would say. Uh, it'll probably come like in a few months' time. I would guess. Or maybe we'll just wait for Forza Eight. It'll come next year. Maybe it's because it, maybe it's because it's only been out for a year. Do you know what I mean? And like I bought it day one, and it's like I'd be kind mm. of annoyed if it came to Game Pass. But I'll really? probably never buy a Microsoft exclusive game ever again. No, no, there's no need. You don't need to. Like, you've got Game Pass. And like the pre-installs, like I get excited, but Crackdown Three is not out to February, but I've already got it installed. So at midnight, <laughs> I can play it. Do you know what I mean? And that, that's and a game a... that was in my Amazon basket. Like I was going yeah, to buy that 100. percent I think that's about much, like to have it ready this early for for that. But okay. So fair what they're telling me is the files are on my console, and except mm. for a day one patch and midnight, that's it. It's already sitting there. I just can't activate it. Yeah, pretty much. Like what? Four months ahead of time, <laughs> including like the multiplayer section, like because it came in two files. It's weird. But yeah. But yeah, Game Pass, good. Buy it, definitely. Um, so that's all the news I've got in the in the thing. Uh, they did announce um, a couple of more battles compatible games as well. So Final Fantasy 13, 13, 2 and 13, 3. So that's Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13. All battles compatible. Um, I think it was today. Yeah, today those went battles compatible. And they also gave everybody Crackdown, Crackdown 1 for free. It's a good game, but it's a bit dated. Even with the Xbox One X update, like... Hmm. It's dated because I think when it got announced back was compatible, it, was, it went on sale for like three pounds. I paid that for it, but at this stage, it's like even with the update, it's not a, it's not a great game. Like the controls are antiquated. So yeah, the uh, the EXO event it was all right, but like it was basically a giant advert for Game Pass. Yeah, and do you know when they were going on about Kingdom Hearts three, I definitely thought they were going to announce Kingdom Hearts one and two, but they didn't. Like. <laughs> No, those are PlayStation exclusive forever. Those yeah, I get that. Well, I get that, but like at the same time, like sometimes deals can be made. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I thought mm. something like that had happened. Like, if like PlayStation went, well, we want the DLC first. Microsoft went, okay, give us the first two. Mm. I think that's more like in, at Square's end. Like, I think that I, I could be wrong on this, but I'm sure that Sony had some involvement with the development of Kingdom Hearts One and Two, like back in the day. Maybe. And like they probably Maybe. own some part of it, so that's why they've never ever come outside of that. But it's annoying because I'll never want to play that on my Xbox One X, but I'll want it on that console. Yeah, I mean, I'll boot, I'll get it on PS4. Yeah, it'll be a PS4 one for me, but I'd really want to buy that pack where it's like eighty quid for all of the games because that's a mm. good buy. It doesn't. I don't think that's that pack. That doesn't include Kingdom Hearts Three, though. It does. I, it's sure? a pre-order it's, yes 100% because I looked it up and it's Kingdom Hearts 1.5 2.5 and Kingdom Hearts 2. 3 pre-order it would, surely it must include 2.8 as well yeah yeah I thought it was like Kingdom Hearts the story so far or something like that oh no no you're right Kingdom Hearts all in one package pre-order 89.99 yeah it's not a bad price because I mean it's it'll be like 60 Did or whatever you? it is for because these games sometimes drop to like £25 each, right? So even if you bought the first three, like, physical, that's still about £75, do you know what I mean? Like, for for the for the other ones, pre-owned, they're about £25. Quid. So, so I wonder if... Like if I, said, so. I wonder if you buy that, if you get... If you got, like, kind of much the ones that are out now, if you got them digital right now. You get a discount. 
Yeah, you do. Sorry, yeah. you do get them digital right now. Yeah, it says play right okay. away in the terms and conditions because I had it in my basket and I was like, do I spend this money? It was either that or Red Dead too, to be honest. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad deal actually. Then. Yeah, because Kingdom Hearts three digital will be sixty quid, fifty six quid, hmm. and hmm. to buy physical will be fifty quid. So, yeah. Hmm, that could be. That could be a good one to get. Because, I mean, like, you can buy the credit from CD Keys, and if you bought two PSN top-up cards for... 50 quid get, is, like, 45, so 90 pound anyway, but you get 10 pound. Yeah, so you would, you would spend 90 pound, and then you'd have 10 pound left, so essentially you would pay 80 for it. 80 for yeah. those games? Yeah. Not bad deal. Yeah. Hmm, Okay. I'm probably going to pull the trigger in that one actually in December because I was like you when I read it I went oh that's just for the first three games and then I'm like oh no wait that includes Kingdom Hearts 3 as well what mm-hmm. so yeah yeah because like 1.5 2.5 is about say about 20 quid physical Each. roughly yeah um, no 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 like for the two of them it's, 20, it's about 20 quid physical um, and then 2.8 is like 30 so that's like 50 so you're so you're what, so safe what, what, hold on hold on 1.5 2.5 is it, a, is it? Are they together now? They, yeah, they're together. Oh, they're, I'm thinking the PS3 yeah. version, sorry. Yeah, so they're together. The version. Yeah, so they're together on, on PS4 and they're about, about 20 quid. 20 quid. Yeah, they're, and then about. 2.8 is about 20 as well, so Two, uh, 40, 2. 50 8, quid. Like, yeah, like, like yeah, say, say 50 for the two of them. Right, and then what, but, 50 brand new for Kingdom Hearts 3? Hmm. Well, maybe forty-five, but yeah. You, when you consider that, you have you can't really compare them to physical second-hand games. You have to compare them to the digital prices. Mm-hmm. Digital prices, it's a fucking bargain. Like even physical, you're still saving like five, ten pounds, and you're getting ten pounds extra to spend. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a good deal. That's the way to do it, though. Oh yeah, if you want to buy all these games, which I do, mm-hmm. and I've not bought them, any of them yet. Hmm. That's the way I'm right, so, for it. Right, so so right now, right, like I just looked up the prices for the for the games right now, right? So oh this is on on the digital store. So Kingdom Hearts one point five and two point five is thirty nine ninety nine digital. Right? Forty and so forty quid, yeah. And Kingdom Hearts two point eight is forty seven ninety nine digital, so like forty eight, so pretty much so that's fifty. So, if, so if you buy if you the buying two, both those, three. You'd get Kingdom Hearts three for free. Like essentially, yeah. <laughs> like, with a ten okay. extra to spend if you buy the vouchers. Yeah, cool. That's crazy. It's a good deal. Yeah, that is a good deal. I might get that. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Sorry anyway, to spend um, your money. <laughs> uh, any other news? Uh, none that I seen. I just got excited and read it all out at the start. Yeah. Um. Cool. So move on. We'll talk about what we've been playing. Um. I, I'll jump in first because I didn't play very much at all. Like, at all. Same. So, it'll I be played... basically a round table. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, so, I did play a little bit of uh, Starlink yesterday. Yeah. I'm still so... intrigued by this, but then I went into game before I came down here because I was thinking mm-hmm. of buying a game to come down, right? And then I ended up saying, nope, you already just bought Diablo and Dark Souls for here. Um, and I'm not impressed by the figures at all. I don't think the paint works great on them. I think they look sloppy. Like, I generally think they look like how I would paint Warcraft figures really badly. Like, I don't they think there's are... enough detail on them. I think much you... more detail could have been put in them for the price it is. I mean, maybe, but, like, do you... I mean, the figures are cheap if you buy them on their own. They're, like, 
they're like seven they look quid. like um, you, they look like you won them in one of those machines that you get in Shenmue going huh what's this that's what they look like like you just won them in an arcade in one of the machines yeah, you get a pound and you got a ball machine <laughs> they are a little bit like um, what's Cheap it called do you remember Hero Clicks Mar- Marvel figures you, you've, we've talked about this before I don't remember yeah, them as a, they look like Kinder Egg toys I mean they're a wee bit higher quality than those but I, I do see where mm, you come from with depends that. what toy um, because but, but anyway I want to talk about the gameplay because I'm not using the toys anymore like now they're they're in the game like I've got the DLC part for it I so don't use the toys anymore Fox, aren't you? I'm playing as Fox yes um, and I'm going through like the, the normal missions um, I don't think that I've unlocked the proper like Star Fox mission just yet like, I'm just going through the normal mission. But, like, I think the mission they're that I'm on. through the whole game, aren't they? Like, side quests, like. It's something like that. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on it, but, like, because I've not put a lot of time into this game yet, maybe, like, three hours or so. Um, But, like, I was playing last night, and I hit up against a point where I can't get past it, right? So, I went, I went to the mission point, and it's like, oh, you need to kill these guys, you need to use your frost barrage. Okay, that's, like, the ice weapon that comes with the game. Cool, that's fine. Using that, try to dodge around died like uh, my my ship got destroyed I'm like, okay and then what happens if your ship gets destroyed you swap to the other ship because you get two ships with the game because you get one that's the the physical ship and then you get like it's not a code that you need to put or anything like that it's just it unlocks with the game because you quote unquote own that ship as well as the Arwing it's like the base the base one so um so switch to that one and then my ship got destroyed again and I don't have another ship, so I'm dead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So, so once my two ships are destroyed, which um, and it was about five minutes of Can this you battle. Get your ships back, or is it a case of once they're gone, they're they're gone? For you need to you need to wait. Like I don't know how long the respawn timer is on it, but it's not like immediate or anything like that. You can, um, I imagine after a few hours they would come back. But uh, for like right at that second, I could have if I had if I owned another ship. So say like if I'd bought the physical thing, like the physical ship, or if I bought it DLC wise, then I could just plug in plug on the ship and switch to that one. It would be fine. But I didn't own any more ships, so I had to reload from my last save, which was like just before the fight essentially. So, um, but that kind of bugs me a little bit because you could sort of pay your way through the game almost. And I felt that I died really, really quickly, like for what it was. And and I'm playing in handheld, so hold on, hold on. Did you mm-hmm. did you just tell me that this put you to a paywall to get your ship back for real life money? I mean, pretty much, yeah. Okay, so I'm never buying this game. All my yeah. interest is suddenly gone. I will wait for stuff. What? Fuck that. If so, it was a free game, fair enough. It's not. I mean, it's not like it would. It would respawn That's eventually. That's a pay rate. That's pay rate, though. Kind of, yeah. Well, obviously, I can reload my save. Not it's, kind it's kind of, of like pay rate. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, it's it, it could work. You could think of it like a ship is a life, right? And if you buy a sec a second or third ship, then you would get an extra life in the game. You could think of it like that, because obviously, you can... you, so you're paying for life. Is this an arcade title? Kind of. Um, I Does it have say a slot it's... on the side for pound coins as well? <laughs> no, no. It has a slot for ships. <laughs> on the controller part but but yeah that pissed me off to be honest because I was like oh like uh, my ships are dead oh yeah I'm not I'm dead. game that's like... that really really frustrated <laughs> me over it and I don't even have it 
yeah, like so that kind of really bugged me because especially because it was so short a time for like these things killing me. And this is the next story mission. It's not like I'm away doing like a high level quest or anything like that. And mm. yeah, I just died, and I'm like, oh fuck. Oh well, I, I guess I'll reload the save. Oh, uh, do you know what? I don't really want to play this right now. I'll put it away. Put it aside. That's bad. Yeah, I, I, it left me with a bad taste in my mouth, definitely. Um, so I didn't really play anything else on the Switch. I did. Uh, I have put Lost Fear into play, but I've not played it yet. Um, that's probably one I'll play this week. Because I've yeah. not really got anything that I'm playing right now on, on Switch. Obviously, Pokemon will be here in a few days, so I'll... Get Diablo. No, I'm not, I'm not going to get Diablo right now. Probably Christmas I'll get Diablo. Um, okay. So aside from that... Aside from that, on PlayStation, I played a uh, tiny bit of Spider-Man. Just swung about a bit. Didn't really do anything. Um, and uh, played some more Red Dead 2. That I, I'm sure you've played a bit more of that, so nope. we'll talk about that. No, no, no more Red Dead 2. Okay. And so played Red Dead 2 last night because I hadn't played it for a few days and I was like, okay, I better put some more time into this. So I think I've got like 12 hours or 13 hours or something like that into it. But like last night... I just felt like playing it for a little while and I was trying to find out where I could go to play poker mm-hmm. and and it turns out there's only two places in the entire game where you can play poker like on the regular I think there's a few missions where like that's part of the mission where you play but um, one of the places is in the camp is your base yeah yeah but apparently it's on like a, a rotation so like every day the game changes that the guys are playing in the camp so one day it's poker so it and then it changes to dominoes or like whatever the other games are I don't, I don't want to play dominoes or but it just so happened that when Might I was in the, the camp the best game of dominoes you've ever played though Andy maybe I've never never played just a to put that love and care into game the of dominoes game. maybe I don't like dominoes though so um, or they'd probably so, call yeah. it bones a game of bones <laughs> maybe but yeah so I played poker last night for probably an hour it was <laughs> fun I enjoyed it red, <laughs> yeah yeah because like uh, I was I was playing and two two other guys came and played with me and it was the guy uh, Lenny and one of the other guys and the, one of the guys got put out and then it was just me against Lenny and, and I lost but you can buy back in it's like oh do you want to buy back in well oh, fucking yes one dollar yes I'm in um, so bought back in I won all the money and got away from um, which I quite enjoyed doing that um, I found that they seemed to like the other person seemed to n- not like it if you went all in on the first on, on like your uh, on your two cards before the flop or before the the flop yeah that's that's the right terminology in it poker terminology the river flop the fold I'm sure it's the flop but anyway before the first three cards come out like if you went all in on that like they would fold almost every time so you could just take their blinds off them like I think there was twice that they called me out of I think I did it like 15 times and the guy only called me like twice so is there an like, achievement for this or are you just genuinely liking it no I just like I wanted to play the poker again because like I really enjoyed playing it and it wasn't as enjoyable doing it like this way uh, as opposed to the way it was presented to me before because like this like, one's like mobile phone poker games that you <laughs> I know. together like yeah but like, but I just I like the way it's presented, and I didn't like the presentation of this this version of the poker as much as I liked it when it was in like a barn, because it was like it was like being in a bar almost. Although it, well, there wasn't a bar, but like it was dank and like dim and stuff like that, and it like gave me the feeling like oh I'm playing poker in this world. But like I don't believe that these people would sit and fucking play poker out in the out in the rain or in the blazing sun like 
because that's not that's not how you play poker. You play poker indoors. Like you don't play poker outside. So I thought that was strange, and I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed it the last time. But I did play. I did sit and play it for an hour and didn't do anything else in the game. And it was fun. I did. I did enjoy my time doing that. <laughs> um, I played a. I played a tiny bit more of Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey, where um, I, I like jumping into that game when I only have a short amount of time to play because you can't really play Red Dead for a short amount of time. Like, no. see if you've got twenty minutes. You can't accomplish anything in twenty minutes. Even playing a game two, of poker takes longer. Than, yeah, even playing a game of poker takes way longer than twenty minutes. Like even to get to the point where I was out was probably like See, at least I half an hour. Half, I think that's half of the reason why I've not been playing much of it. Uh, nothing mm-hmm. to do with the poker, but just because most of the time when I get a chance to play the computers when like I'm off and Tasha's at work. But mm-hmm. then I've got my wee one, and obviously like she sleeps between two and five. But as you know, when she sleeps between two and five, because you've had a wee one, she'll sometimes get up, she'll start, she'll mm-hmm. lose her dummy, and you have to run and put it in, and it disrupts your game. You end up going, oh, she'll be up soon anyway. So. That's why I think I've been playing much more of Call of Duty because you can play a team deathmatch in like five minutes. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, and like, but but like with Assassin's Creed, I can jump into it, and I I think I played for like maybe half an hour, like uh, last night just before I was going to bed after I was after I played Red Dead for an hour just playing poker, and <laughs> and I jumped in at Assassin's Creed, and uh, I was on my way to like where the next mission is, but along the way there was a. Uh, there was a volcano, like uh, an island that was just sort of volcano, and so I was like, "Oh!" And then there's a there was a sink point on it, so I'm like, "Okay, I'll go and get the sink point." And when I dive down, it's like, "Oh, there's another like objective that I can go to here." And it was like, uh, "There's a cave that I could go into." All right, I'll go in this cave and see what's in here. And it was like, it was a a lava cave essentially, where if you touched the lava, you went on fire. <laughs> but inside this cave, there was lava. people living. There's people living in this cave. That was like uh, some kind of weird like lava clan of people <laughs> that just lived in the heart of this volcano um, but they were too tough for me to beat them so I, I died several times trying to beat them and then, and then ran away but I, I had I had fun with doing that and uh, I'm like okay well I'll, I know that's there I've got the fast fast travel point unlocked I can come back to that later on down the line when I've, I'm a bit more levelled up and, uh, and see if I can beat them again and that's all I did in, in Assassin's Creed but I, I enjoyed that time probably more than I enjoyed playing Red Dead 2 poker for an hour. <laughs> uh, played a game on on the PS4 as well called Roundabout, which is one of the free PlayStation Plus games. Um, you are in control. Of, you're a limo driver. It's very strange. You're a limo driver who. I can imagine you're a limo driver with your wee hat. Yeah, I mean for sure. But um, this limo constantly spins in a circle. So it's really difficult to drive it around. Uh, I Something didn't really enjoy it. What's wrong with the car? No, it's just that? that that is the way that the limo driver character who you're playing as drives. They continually just drive in you a circle. Should not be on the road. It's then. a she. It's a woman. It's and the first game. thing you do in the game is be assessed for your limo test. And the guy's and like, okay, you. Yes. And the guy's like, okay, you you made it through the course. You passed. Huh. <laughs> No, no, she just drives in a circle the entire time. So, like, imagine, like, you've got a car that's continuously spinning. Like NASCAR? Um, no, no, just, like, continuously spinning on it, like, in a, driving in a circle continuously. And then you have to try to navigate it through objects. But it's not very fun, to be honest. It, it was a weird kind of gimmick that was like, okay, I've worked this out, 
and then the fun went away within uh, I would say maybe two minutes yeah and then I played a game called Ikimu Splinters of the Dark Shard that I'm playing for trophies um, it, it kind of reminds me of Orc Slayer but slightly better it's not good only play it if you want trophies uh, and then on Xbox I played pretty much all the same games that you played so we can just run table then so did you play anything else outside of those ones um, outside oh, of you did? The you played multi- that Thief of Thieves? Yes, outside the multiplayer games, I did play a few games. Um, you still there? Yeah, I was just waiting to tell you the games. <laughs> you just went quiet, and I thought, I've, 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 I've my ear just now, because obviously it's not closing this app, and I can't lock mm. the screen properly. It keeps putting on Wi-Fi, because it's at the top where my ear is. Um, so yeah, I played um, Thief of Thieves. I'll talk about that after I played a bit of Black Ops 3, obviously, and it's a tail to a Wi-Fi. And do you know the one thing that's cool about it? Like, Black Ops 3, it's a decent enough game, like, um, multiplayer. I'm not... Um, it plays faster than Black Ops 4, but, like, on the PlayStation, I didn't realise, like, I don't know, I don't think every Call of Duty did this, but see, like, when I get, like, um, you know, you get your in-game medals for, like, double kills and stuff? When they pop up on the screen, the controller also plays this like synth guitar line, and it's like, and I'm like, that's fucking cool. It feels even better getting an in-game achievement that way. You know, like a sort of ching when you get something or yeah. something. I'm like, this is absolutely brilliant. Why doesn't my Xbox do this? I want, I want a speaker in my Elite controller, please. <laughs> um, also, it's either the Xbox. I think I've I've seen a thing about this, and Marley Marley talks about it as well. The Xbox in general has a higher caliber of players on Call of Duty, like they're just better skilled Hmm. I'm doing a lot better in this game like tonight, between tonight and yesterday I I got to level 10 in multiplayer like that took me a while on Xbox and Black Ops 4 Um, and I'm just finding the players like on the Xbox they're just a lot better like Hmm. maybe, maybe just the lobbies I'm joining but I mean I've joined quite a few lobbies and every single time like Black Ops 3 is still populated obviously like the game still get DLC out when Black Ops 4 launched do you know what I mean like hmm. um, so uh, I don't know like I've just been finding that I'm a lot better I don't think it's the controller because I prefer my Xbox controller I know you like the DualShock better but hmm. um, I, I can't even say it's the controller it's making me play better because it's not and it's not definitely not the Wi-Fi because this is the one Wi-Fi connection in Britain that's worse than mine um, <laughs> so, like, uh, I, I was enjoying that, but no, I think it's a cool wee feature that the speaker just gives this like, like this sort of rock sound. But it is distracting because sometimes I look at my controller and go he like as a wee smile, and I get killed. And you die. So uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I played about that. I played um, Thief of Thieves, Thief Thief of Thieves, which is really annoying when it's like Sea of Thieves, Thief of Thieves. Like, it's nothing to do mm, with Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Um, what this game reminds me of is. Graphically, it kind of maybe looks like a tell, like the Walking Dead style Telltale. You okay. know that kind of almost realistic cartoon comic bookie. Yeah. Um, but do you remember the game Republic, which was a mobile Republic, game? Yep. That was, mm-hmm. It's very much like that. It's stealthy. Okay. Um, and basically, like the art style is really cool on it. Um, you're walking through the airport, starting. It reminds me of Jackie Brown. I think they're going for that. You know, when she's walking at the start of the movie, mm-hmm. and you just see the high heels, and she's walking along the airport, and 
you're a thief working for this big thing, uh, gang, but you get pulled aside by, I don't know if it's Interpol or some agency, and she's questioning you about some night that happened and how do you know this guy? And you tell her one event of the story and you play that, and then she's like, yeah, but I don't believe that. Tell me what really happened. And then you play like this alternate version of it as well. So like, mm. it had you breaking in this house to steal a motorbike. So you snuck in, you pretended that you were making a delivery for the party owner, and then you kind of hid in the security. It was very easy, but it was obviously a tutorial. Mm. And then you, you ducked under the garage and stayed in the shadows and worked your way around. And you got to the end, and it's like, yeah, I don't believe it was that easy. And then it turns out the story was it was during the day, and you had to sneak in and get a disguise from like the pool cleaner guys. And then you walk through the kitchen. It's like, oh, I realized that I could have changed into a kitchen. Um, attendant's outfit but then mm. people had already seen me as a pool, a pool attendant so right. I better keep going so it's shown there's multiple paths to do it so I'm walking through this house and I get to the pool and I have to spy on this guy and this is where the game broke down this is only like 10 minutes into the game and it's like eavesdrop and it says blend in at the side of the pool so I'm blending in and that's fine because that's obviously like an Assassin's Creed you blend in and the guy walks away now, if the security guard sees you or the owner of the pool cleaning company, you get caught and you can run away, mm. but once you come out, they tackle you to the ground and you have to restart. So, like, I'm walking around and there's, like, a pool cleaning thing that looks like a wee Zamboni, you know the things I mean? Yep. And there's no blending option for that, and it's the only bit I can see that I can stand at to hear him make this call. Mm. Tried it 10, 10 to 15 times, and I'm not lying, because I thought, oh, it must be there, I must just not be hitting the button prompt. I'm like, why? What? Where am I meant to stand? Because the, you you follow the guy, and like she's narrating the whole thing. She's like, there's no, not the guy had no idea he's being followed. And then you go over, but then when he recognises, you're like, hey, what are you doing? Get away from me! And he's making this call, and I'm like, if I go underneath him, that's where the pool attendant guy is. If I stand next to the pool, I can't hear him, and there's nowhere to hide, and there's no button prompt at the bit that it should make me blend in at. So. Mm-hmm. It's not the game for me. Um, stylistically, I don't even want to compare it to Remember Me because it was awesome, but it's got that kind of Remember Me vibes mixed with a wee bit of, obviously, maybe Wolf Among Us more than Walking Dead style, right. kind of noir almost, like Jackie Brownish, like Republic, you know, that sort of hold our two to yeah, duck yeah. in the shadows stealth, and it just, and I, I don't mind my stealth games, but this pissed me the fuck off, so I don't know what you think about it, but from the opening scene in the airport the graphics suddenly changed to like a mobile game like that's what it felt like to me um, and I'm like yeah what happened to the stylized comic book style walking through the mm-hmm. comic book panel okay. stuff that that was awesome and that's what the trailer showed and then this bullshit like <laughs> so yeah not for me don't really recommend it I would say give it a go since it's free hopefully you've got a different opinion because it would be nice to hear but I really wanted to like this game because that's the one that stood out for me at this conference and no, like if I'd paid money for this, I'd... Hmm. might just be me that I'm crap. So hopefully you try it for next week and you find out what I'm doing. Yeah. But yeah, that's about all I played. I didn't really play any Switch yesterday or today because obviously my PlayStation what the Switch was more of a backup. But on the plane, I, I wanted to get through Better Call Saul, so I just watched an episode of Better Call Saul. Like since I've been here, because the PlayStation is what I've hmm. not played as much, but. Tomorrow I probably um, will, and like a couple of the, couple of the guys on the course have got the switch, so we're going to play like a Mario Kart tournament. The uh, the multiplayer games that we played. Yes. Do we need to talk about those? Okay. Okay. So, are you away? Yeah. No, I'm here. 
Um, so we, we played Grip, and I know you played it on the Switch. Yeah, so I should probably talk about that, actually. Um, yeah. So they did send us a review code for that. Um, um, playing on Switch compared to Xbox, Switch is definitely not as good graphically. Like, It's a good it looks quite few nice. points below it. It looks all right on the Switch, but like on the Xbox it looks way, way better. And yeah. you know, I would say it's probably more fun on the Xbox. So like, if you've got the option of getting on one or the other, get on the Xbox. Um, it feels more fluid and, and whatnot, and I found that I was having like less like graphical hitches and stuff like that on the Xbox. Now, granted, I haven't played it on the Switch since the patch came out because there was a, there was a patch came out for it that's day one. apparently yeah the day one patch that's fixed some of the issues. Um, so that that's good. Uh, first thing I did try and play on Xbox, so it did it wouldn't let me play online. <laughs> Like at all? Yeah, you did um, say that. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, like I was trying to find a match, and like I got into one, and then it just kicked me back out, and like it just wouldn't let me play. I didn't find any other matches. So all right, mm. and that's obviously after it's on Game Pass. There's like plenty of people that have the game would have been playing it at that time. So, but that was strange. And um, playing online on Switch though, I had a good move for it. I think so. Yeah, playing on Switch though, I didn't have any issues getting online connections, and I played some of the like campaign, which is just races. What's the um, story mode like? It's just races. <laughs> There's no story. <laughs> so like, here's a race. Okay, here's another race. It's like Grand Prix and Mario Kart, that sort of thing. Like four races that are stuck together. Um, I don't think I've really got in a grip for all the courses yet. You see what I did there? Um, for all the courses yet, though, because I've probably only played on four or five different courses so far. And I've played on that fucking hoop, like our ring, ring course, quite a lot. You do like hoops and rings, so. I, I do like hoops and rings, but um, not this much. <laughs> and that course is crap. Like, and the, the the other courses, I think they're too open, almost. Like the way I remember, roll cage was like most of it was closed, and then you would get occasional, style. yeah, and you would get occasional open segments with like where you could see trees and stuff like that, and it just gave you different lighting and stuff, and, the, and that was fine. That worked fine, but this one seems more futuristic, and they've kind of chucked you into like almost like a post-apocalyptic type world. Because there's all these, like, crashed things that you're driving around, which it's never explained or anything like what it is or how it came to be. So I thought that was a bit weird. But, um, like I say, I've only played on a few of the courses, but they do seem, a lot of them, very similar. So I'd like to see a bit more variety in, in the courses, like some nice some nice grass and, like, a normal road type thing that you can drive. Like, see if it was, like, see if it looked like Forza, but I could, there were tunnels and I could drive on the roofs. That's what I would like to play, and it's not yeah. quite there. Like, compare, if you compare it to Forza, like there's no contest in like the way the game looks. Um, but it was that's, fun that to play. Applied like, to most racing games with Forza, though, true, yeah. that's an unfair comparison. It's true. Uh, I don't think that the, the like the shooting mechanics and stuff like that aren't particularly great either. Like the lock-on features and that are like they're way subpar to like Mario Kart and and, and stuff like that. Um, so it's probably like a six out of ten type game. Like I need, I need to put some more time into it, but yeah, I would say like it's gonna sit around that sort of range. It's all right, and it could be a lot better with some patches and like some tweaks to the, uh, to the physics and the gameplay and stuff like that. Because I did find like sometimes you would just get in a situation where you would, you would crash into something and you'd be fucked, and you'd be end up facing the wrong way, and it would it's kind of difficult to actually turn around in the game. So and that and it really affected like how it affected your placement as to where you finished in the race. So. Um, it's not great, but it's alright. I did enjoy playing it with uh, with you and Fraser, though. I know you did, didn't like it, but um, 
Spoilers. But me, me and Fraser were quite competitive. You're just doing it. my bit as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we had fun. Like, certainly had fun. I know fun you didn't like it, so shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, no, like, I, I did enjoy playing it more when I was playing it online, like, with uh, with you and Fraser. So it could be one, it would definitely be one to go, to go back to it, but... I would say get it on get on Game Pass and try it over buying it on on Switch. To be honest, it, it's well, a good Game Pass game. I would say that. Well, I wouldn't. I would disagree. I, d- I had zero fun in this game whatsoever. Like, and I was looking forward to it. Um, and I, I tried it before. I, I because Fraser's obviously trying to capitalise on me, like in multiplayer games. Like he's like, download Dead Island. We'll play that when you get back from London. Download this. Download that. And I'm like, I'm still not playing Halo though. And I just really didn't like Halo Five. <laughs> Um, there's no point in Halo 5 when we've got Blackout mode anyway on Call of Duty because that's just the boy just now um, but Grip itself I love Roll Cage in the Playstation one of my favourite games in the original Playstation this is not as fun the weapons are shoddy they, they just feel a wee bit loose like this could have done mm, with a wee totally. bit more quality assurance um, the tracks are kind of dull or the tracks that we played anyway um, I know you're saying there's better ones but like they shouldn't really have like boring tracks if they're trying to make a, a new IP if you will Mm-hmm. Um, for a game that doesn't appeal to kids, they need to have the tracks being fun, you know. Like, and I didn't have fun on them the first one. I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. And then I didn't feel it moved fast enough. And even once I realised the green bits were the speed boosts and stuff like that, it still wasn't the speed I wanted. I wanted like wipeout style speeds if I hit a speed boost. Like, I didn't want I mean, this slow pace because I've got fast RMX on the Switch, which looks and mm-hmm. plays phenomenally, and it's basically like the F Zero X that is for this generation there was obviously talk that the people made it was going to get that but mm. for this game if i'd bought it i'd be a bit disappointed um so for the second match i just like used to race and i tried to like drive around in circles around the tunnel um some successfully some not but even doing that it was kind of glitchy and it, it just no and no it wasn't internet lagging it's just glitches in the game like i noticed just driving around the tunnel oh, yeah. it's like for a game that i'm meant to drive in the roof I shouldn't be seeing my tyres go through it or like all of a sudden it says build speed to grip and I'm going at the speed mm. that was allowing me to grip and then all of a sudden it just slowly drops me off the roof and I'm like mm. surely the whole point is like make this game fast so that it's believable on the roof not just all of a sudden decide nope you've had your fun you're, we're dropping you back down like I did, to me it's not... I didn't think that it was uh, too slow to be honest like I thought that the speed of it was fine I do think that the cars don't feel heavy enough Though, like, uh, when when you are on the roof, you should have more grip to the roof. Yeah. Like, yeah. and because and I, 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 I don't ever remember, like, and I could be remembering it wrong, to be fair, but I don't ever remember falling off of the roof in Roll Cage. Like, no, and I remember I, the flip button where you could flip back down, unless he's got a jump, but if you jump yeah. off the roof, it kind of crashes you, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Because um, I remember Roll Cage, I think it was R1 or something, you flipped the car. Hmm. But, so like I, I would I, rather it stuck you to the roof than like yeah. when you went up on it rather than like it being like oh you need to be going at a certain speed because the physics for it's not good because like I said and it's mm. it's maybe just needing patch but like I was going at a speed and the first lap I was on the roof absolutely fine see the second lap I was going at the same speed on the roof on the roof and then all of a sudden mm. I kind of slowly floated down and I'm like mm. well this is bullshit so that's my fun <laughs> gone and there is there is a bunch of points in the in the races as well where there's like these obstacles that you can accidentally on the bump roof. off of and, and on the and roof it and knocks that, you and off it. the track most of the time and yeah it knocks you off the track completely or stops you dead in your tracks essentially or like it just spins you around in a circle 
and you need yeah, to wait. Yeah, if you land the wrong way, oh my god, yep. the cars don't reverse well either, so that's no. you basically fucked for the entire race. If like yep. somebody just keeps to the same straight line, but if you hit an obstacle, which there's some some of the the tracks are, have got plenty of obstacles, mm-hmm. that's you fucked. You're going backwards, and your only option sometimes to drive off the track to correct your course because the turning circles are terrible on them. It should have like an L1 mm-hmm. to straighten up the car sort of thing, you know, so it yeah. spins around in a circle on the spot. Yeah. I mean, things like that are things that they could add, like quality of life type stuff. I think the one of the biggest issues with the game is though the the weapons, because um, you can pick up two weapons at once, which isn't new. You can do that in Mario Kart and like many other like the of these type of of games. Yeah, from the GameCube. Um, but you fire like one weapon with L and one weapon with uh, R, the R, L, B, and R, B. Yeah, yeah, and so like you're uh, you're holding down R, T to like drive. Like as you do in every game, and it's really mm-hmm. it's really awkward to like push RT when you're yep. doing that. Like LT is fine. Like so, you can fire the left left trigger button. No, uh, sorry, the left uh, bumper button. Um, absolutely no problem. You can just and then it fires it, and that that works for me every time. But I found that um, even when you did press it, didn't always work. Like when you're uh, when you were firing the the right yeah. bumper button, which is weird because they could have just had it on the second one. So like you fire your first one and then you can fire your second one, and maybe maybe you could press like up on a D pad to cycle them or something like that. That would be better, I would say, than having because what I was was happened to me a lot of time is like I would try and fire the R one and it didn't work. I'd fire the L one and then pick up another L one and just keep firing L ones and then the uh, the right one would just sit there. I wouldn't use it. Because it was awkward to press also, it. And when, I, when I did press it, I would use my left hand to press it. Like, that is not fucking right. <laughs> also, the game's sound is extremely loud, even when you turn it down. So, for like voice chat, like the music's mm. like far too loud. And the music isn't that good either. No. So, it's like, it's kind of an average game, but it's like alright for Game Pass if you're going to race online with your friends for a little bit. If you've got friends that will actually race you and not just drive around in circles in a loop. It's because I get bored and I told Fraser I didn't want to do another round. Yeah. But I, like, Fraser seemed to enjoy it and like, I'll probably race him again at it at some point. But then yeah. we'll probably race it at Forza and he'll go, oh, I only want to play this if I'm going to race now. Yeah. Um, you should definitely download Forza. Yeah, you fucking 100% should download Forza. Um, so the other ones that we played, we did try uh, State of Decay 2. Which is get even less fun in it than grip. It's like horrible. Yeah. We played it like me, you, and Fraser. It was a hassle to even get connected. It moves slow. It's glitchy. It looks disgusting. Like Fraser was a fan of the first game, and he even yep. came away from this saying he was very disappointed in it. Like the performance of it. Um, there's like look for Andy, look for me, look for Fraser, but there's only like three zombies between us for miles. And like what was it? Fraser said it's the Walking Dead amount of zombies. Like there's barely. Yeah. Any so boring and like I would say that if you want to play a zombie game play fucking Dead Rising do not play this Dead Rising 3 Dead Rising 4 1 yep. 2 even yep anything not this like Dead Island Dead Island is better than this yeah um, and State so, yeah, Decay 1 got a good name from what I remember it was quite popular mm-hmm. with the online community as well and yep. this just there's, there's no fun like the movement's not fun the shooting's not fun you run out of bullets really quick like mm-hmm, yep. I was even doing things to get to more bullets yeah, I was even doing stuff to attract zombies, like jumping through windows like Michael does when we play Blackout, and mm. it, it just wasn't working. Like, three zombies at a time, and we were all running past each other to try and get kills to make some fun in the game, but it, it's not even a populated world. You look about, and, like, the character just models empty, are unbelievable. Yeah, really it's empty. There's no fun whatsoever. There's no clear direction of what your objectives are, and 
it shows how much like I paid attention to this game because I, I must have downloaded this when it came out because this was like the first Xbox exclusive day one on Game Pass, wasn't it? Yep. So I must have downloaded it, played it, and then. Oh, no, no, it was af- it was after Sea of Thieves, but but it, like certainly one of the first ones anyway. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? It's just really, really poor. Such a disappointment. Even for me, and I didn't play the first game, but Fraser, who played the first game and really liked it, and definitely did play with Rob, and even though he denied it that night, um, <laughs> it's it just wasn't. It's just not a fun experience. So I think all of us exited the game and deleted it straight away. Yep, I deleted it for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't need to have but, it sitting here anymore. For next week, over the weekend, we're always before next week's show. We're going to try and play Dead Island, the remaster yeah. of the first one, or like the upscale of the first one, anyway. Um, and Fraser assures me there's more fun to be had in that game. So. Yeah, I mean, me and him did play Dead Island Riptide once on uh, PlayStation. Yes, and it was all right on PS4. Mm. I mean, I'll get I've, I've got it digital on PS4, and it's all right. Don't get me wrong; I have played it. I'm aware of what it is, and from what I remember, there's more zombies. It's not like as much mm-hmm. as like maybe zombies in Call of Duty, but like I think it's more fun to play than than what this State of Decay was, anyway. Yeah, totally agree. And then uh, so, we did play more. Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Blackout, yep. I'm sure. And, and Edge, uh, Patrol. Yeah. Edge Patrol. Edge Patrol. We've still not won, but we're, we we're getting close. there. We are going like, to win it one night. Yeah, well, I mean, we're getting top 10, like, relatively Three consistently. So, yeah. I, I mean, see, we're getting maybe, like, two or three top 10s out of, like, 10 games. So, it's only a matter of time before we get down to a point where there's only one guy left in the other team and they're shit. And, we beat and there's four of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's going to come a point where that happens, but um, like Fraser's good enough, and so is Michael to like help us at the end. But I think the problem is mm. when it comes close to like the final twenty, me and you tend to like straggle behind, and we don't follow their tactics, and we get picked mm. off quite early. Yep. Like on occasions, don't get me wrong, Fraser and Michael before us, and we survive a bit longer. But then it's generally just me and you hiding at the edge of the circle, like behind rocks and stuff. <laughs> Whereas if all all of us could survive to the end, Fraser and Michael could easily snipe, and me and you could end up as distractions, you know, so we could get number one. Yeah. Because yeah. was there not that mo- one where me and you got to number two by ourselves, where I was hiding behind a rock, and it was so close because like there was two guys, and I just threw the grenade the wrong way. And I yeah, had if we'd have thrown grenade the grenade just a different yeah. way, we'd have probably won that one in the in the. Or if I'd thrown the cluster, yeah. Because mm. it was like the final final circle, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So um, but, yeah, but that game's really fun, man. So much, and like, like I can't I believe I'm getting... still playing it. Like that's a game that I bought to play over one weekend, and like I've yep, played like right. twenty four hours of over it. A, over a hundred games of Blackout alone. Yep, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, I think we'll be talking about that game for the remainder of the while. year, and it will be we- uh, probably well into next year as no, well. Well. They just added Nooktown again, which I do enjoy that map, and they've done a revamp to it where it's like a Russian theme one, which is mm-hmm. interesting because it was always, you know, Nooktown, the one with the houses across the street and there's like yeah, the dummies yeah, yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've added that for free for everyone today for Blackout oh, 4 cool. for online. I don't think it's in, um... oh, you know what Nooktown is anyway? It's in fucking, it's in Blackout. It's in Blackout, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's obviously the destroyed version. Well, this is like a Russian mm-hmm. kind of version. Like, I put the video mm-hmm. up and, like, it's awesome. Um cool. But yeah, anyway, we played one more game. This is the kind of next big game of the year after Fallout. Is it after Fallout? Two weeks' time for it? Next week? Um, I mean, Fallout's out, like... Today. This week, I think. Today? Today? Yeah. Yeah, it came out early, because I got my DLC. I got my okay. download code. 
Hmm. Um, so yeah, we played uh, Battlefield Five. Um, oh, shit, yeah. Okay, so for, yeah. first impressions for me, looks really nice. Um, plays fucking. I'll be back into things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plays a hundred times better than Battlefield One, which for me I really did not enjoy. I got that for you, what's one S? Um, recently they did give away the the season pass for it, and this year they've done away with season passes altogether, from what I'm aware of. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the loot box situation in this game, though. But um, they've done away with the battle, not battle pass, battle royale mode in Fortnite. Uh, what they've they're giving all the maps to all the players. It's set during World War Two. You've got your campaign mode, and I know I played a bit of that. I'm not sure if Andy did. I didn't really enjoy the campaign. Um, played through the first kind of mission. I'm on the one with the guy that was in jail, and uh, the sergeant or army, or whatever goes in and tells him that he's he can get reduced sentence or serves time in the army, then he gets off jail, I'm not quite sure how it's working but basically you're doing a mission with him you try and strap some grenade bomb things that you've made yourself which bizarrely like this seems like a good idea to the army Like I'm not really sure the whole deal with it because um, the first mission is kind of the one where you're kind of like the five minute introduction where there's the voiceover telling you about Battlefield 5 and like heroes are made men and women blah blah and like what is it that happened? You're in jail and the guy comes in and says, basically, do you want to get member? Then what happens is you have to go and serve, so you run up and you're doing this a load of airfield. I think what it's doing basically like spot, if you will. Um, but you use your binoculars and the one thing in this game is in old games if you spotted a guy and you marked him um, in your team or in uh, like um, the campaign mode then that would be him marked but in this obviously like when he's out of your sight if you haven't looked at him then you haven't followed where he's gone the marker goes and I suppose it's more realistic but it's really annoying considering his first opening mission is kind of stale so um, played through that and like I said you get to the airfield and your mission as the prisoner who's got this get her jail free card if he serves his time in the army hmm. for some reason the captain's allowed you to make these two bombs right just okay. your own recipe as you call it and strap it to an important mission to take down these German bombers and he even hmm. turns around and asks you are these bombs going to work and it's like were you not watching the prisoner while he was handling the explosives like <laughs> what so anyway, that made no sense. So anyway, the plane takes off, the bombs don't go off, the captain gets shot, you have to shoot your way out. Um, one good thing about the campaign is that uh, I got on an anti-aircraft gun, which I mm -hmm. absolutely hate in games, and th this is the far by the best anti-aircraft gun. Is it an anti-aircraft gun? It is an anti-aircraft gun where you're in the scene, it's like, duke -a -duke -a -duke -a -duke, taking down the planes. F by far the best. Um, and this is just a circle with like a horizontal line in the middle, no like aiming reticle in the middle or anything like that. And like it was so smooth. And I shot the planes as I was meant to. I missed when I was missing. The best anti aircraft guns in a game. <laughs> That's all I'll say about the campaign. Didn't really enjoy it at all. Um, we played a bit of online mode. It looks really nice, but you can expect that from the. Is it the Frostbite engine they're using? I don't mind. Yes, Frostbite, yes. So 
it's been looking good for years, and I mean, you've seen the results in the start games. This is up. To, I would say this is to the caliber of, if not better than the Star Wars uh, Battlefront One. Anyway, it definitely looks better than Battlefront Two, but like, Battlefront One was a phenomenon when we played that first, like especially on um, Hoth and all the snow and everything, the glistening off the snow and everything like that. That I played that even before I had the Pro, and it looked phenomenal. This game is really highly polished looks wise. Uh, we played Conquest, which is 64, 32 in a team. Capture the flag or capture the three flags still base game. Um, yep. You can spawn on your teammates, you can revive. You die horribly in the game if you're waiting on a revive. Mm. There's no point in shouting for a revive if you're not playing in a party because no one picks you up. Like, they literally run over you to keep shooting. Um, and I mean, even if you are half the time, the guys are too far away from you to actually get to you. Yeah, the, the one cool thing is if you die and you're near a teammate, if the last person alive hides the other two guys, it's only like five seconds and they respawn mm. next to you. So yeah. I like that. Um, the shooting's a lot better than Battlefield 1, like because one weapons were just horrid to use. It was basically mm, yeah. going out almost. It's yeah. faster because of the automatic weapons and stuff. Um, didn't really use any vehicles bar a tank, maybe. Um, I, had, I had fun. I had, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, what's your opinion on it, Andy? What did you think about Battlefield um... I had some fun with it. I like. I still feel that it's got the big problem of that it's not as good as Battlefield Four. Like Battlefield Four for me was probably the best multiplayer game I've ever played, and it just had so much to it. I had like hundreds of hours probably of fun in that game, um, and I think a, a lot of that is to do with like the versatility of it because you can just run about as a soldier. You can go in the tanks. You can like. Go in the go in helicopters and jets and stuff like that, and everything's fast fluid. And, and even though it's a big map with like the sixty four players and that, and sometimes it did take you a wee while, like if you're on foot to traverse across it. Generally, it always felt like you were involved in the action, like no matter where you were. Other did than you not really bots in that one, it. from what I remember, to pad out nah. the players as well. Nah, what no bots in it. It's Titanfall. Titanfall, Titanfall does that, yeah. Yeah, Titanfall with the bots. There's no bots in, in Battlefield 4. and Like, I'm sure pro- yeah, people yeah, probably still like, play Battlefield 4 a lot, like, so it's probably I'm still sure, populated. Like, I'm sure Titanfall was the one where, like, it was, like, 10 on 10 multiplayer, but then it was 20 on 20 because there was, like, bots as well. Yeah, there's a bunch of bots that you could kill, and yeah. you don't get... Like, you didn't really know who was a bot and who wasn't. Until you killed you, them, and then you never Until you points. killed them, yeah. Well, you got some points, but like it's like ten points for killing a bot or a hundred points for killing a player. Yeah, but so you can be focusing on killing this bot. Dead. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you can be focusing on killing a guy that you might like think is a that player, wasn't and it's actually think, a bot. Wasn't it? I think it was in both, actually. To be honest, Titanfall Two wasn't as bad then because I remember having great fun with that online. Yeah, but I think it's because people had kind of got used to that, and you kind of knew what to look out for for the bots because they behaved in like a certain way, and a player. Did, like a player was totally random and they didn't behave like the bot did um, but anyway with, uh, with Battlefield 5 uh, the biggest problem for me is the destructibility oh yeah uh, the, I forgot about that yeah so like uh, I I quite like the idea that you can build stuff in the game like yeah, that's kind of cool that. so that's like a brand new mechanic to this like you couldn't do this in, thought, yeah so you couldn't do this in Battlefield 1 as far as I'm aware well, and like the, the destructibility the way to look at it is you'll be able to build in the black, uh, battle royale mode where it arrives and in Call of Duty so far there's no building Ma- class to build maybe anything. maybe you'll be able to do that I'm not sure um, they might not have that in, in that mode but we'll, we'll have to wait and see what that mode is like, cause I think they'd really be clever to do it if, especially if Call of Duty doesn't do it 
it'd be clever for Battlefield to add it so that it's got the building because that will attract. So the the thing is, with the, the only problem with that is like the building, you can only do it at specific like points that are designed to have things built around them. So like say an entrance to like a like building. Lego games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like at an entrance to a building, you can like look at it and it's got the symbol like next to it and it's got an outline of what you can build so you can, you can look and see oh there's a symbol and okay I can build like uh, I can build sandbags so you can build up a bunch of sandbags and like oh here I can build a turret cool build a turret and you could use the turret and you can shoot with it and that's pretty cool like I like that and that's a good good new mechanic but it seems to be that they've put this in and sacrificed any other destructibility so like any of those things that are built up you can destroy them completely and take them back to nothing which okay cool that's fine but the rest of the game doesn't like I didn't notice any destructibility whatsoever in any of the other buildings which has always been for me like a hallmark of the Battlefield series that you can blow yeah. shit up in it you can make holes in it that was the it, big like, difference from Call of Duty wasn't it like the yeah, destructibility for for Battlefield 4 for me 100% like because if say you're in a, you in a, a helicopter in the flats it would destroy the building Exactly, yeah, it would destroy the building or it would like take out like the roof or, or and there'd be a big hole in it, that sort of thing. Or you'd end up with a hole in the wall that you could Because it was in a previous through. engine, whereas this is now in the same engine like Battlefront. I mean, used, uh, Battlef- it's all you know. it's all in Frostbite. Like I mean the destructibility is in there, like and like what I've really liked with Battlefield Four is they had their like what is it they called it, uh, Levolutions. Right, so like there would be one big thing in the map that could be destroyed. Yeah, but remember, by Battlefield doing Four wasn't on this version of Frostbite, I'm sure, because it was a last gen. I mean, well, yeah, but this is be an updated version, and I don't know if the Levolutions were in the last the last gen version. But anyway, like so, but for example, like in Battlefield Four, there was a mission. Uh, so there was a level which had uh, was set in a city block, and there was a giant skyscraper in it, which you could destroy the skyscraper, and like once uh, the skyscraper was blown up then it was like a big ruined area around that that you could still fight in amongst and it was cool as fuck to like do it because you it, you had to actually put some effort into taking it down um, and you could obviously go up in, inside it and like fight on the top on the top floor um, whilst whilst the building was still standing but like the other team obviously would want might want to take the building down to kill all the people at the top so like they would take out like the support struts at the bottom by uh, using like C4 on them and blowing them all up and once you blow them all up the building falls down which is one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen in a, in a video game like in a, in a certainly in a multiplayer one anyway um, that's what's exciting you about Crackdown 3 isn't it yeah they can just go and destroy everything like that it's cool <laughs> and it's, it's not as like realistic and stuff like that but like the first time you see that building come down like in, when you've when you're like in the game and like somebody's went through the process of like knocking out all the struts and then it comes down and all the people that are in it like have to either jump out and so you see them all like coming down with their parachutes and everything like that and or the or they've or they've died in the in the explosion like it's so cool and there's or nothing like that slipped out in the sewers. well yeah, yeah. and but there's nothing because like that in <laughs> there's nothing like that in in uh, battlefield one and there's nothing like that in, in this game so far as i've seen and i've played i mean i didn't i probably played for an hour but yeah. I did have fun in it, like it was still fun um, but it was, I would say it was more fun than Battlefield 1 but less fun than Battlefield 4 I would probably agree with that sentiment but I would say it looks nicer than Battlefield Graphically yeah it looks it does look better but they've definitely sacrificed on the destructibility like and, and that's a big so mess for Battlefield so far so far, so far yeah I mean they might be there and we're just not seeing it yet because we've not uh, we've not got the weapons that can really destroy stuff like uh, grade launchers and like rockets and stuff like that. I've not really yeah. seen much of that at all. 
So, like, after that, is this a game that you might play more? Because obviously there's a 10 hour trial on EA Access. Like, I definitely want to play again. I'll play my 10 hour trial, but yeah. I will not, I won't buy the game. Like, well, I'll get enough out of the 10 hours to go, oh, okay, that was the game. I will not buy it. I, I had a hell of a lot of fun and pre ordered the game. Fuck's sake. I really enjoyed it. Like I really wanted to like Battlefield One, even though I wasn't keen on it coming free. I kind of, oh yeah, this mm. might be cool. This might be fun. Um, I actually did download something for like next week's show. Obviously, I didn't have time because I'm coming down here uh, to compare it. I never played Call of Duty World War Two, um, and I want to compare this as a World War Two game to World War Two. And I know you can already okay. do that, so I'm going to mm. ask you about it in a minute. But like, I want to from my own experience because I'm loving the new Call of Duty and World War Two didn't get a good rate but then again Infinite Warfare didn't get a good rate up and I absolutely loved that game but um, World War Two, I bought it out of CX mode work because it was only a tenner just now and I bought mm, Black yeah. Ops 3 for the but that's just because I was having fun with it in the Playstation and sometimes you yeah. guys can't come on and I mean Black uh, Black Ops 4 is basically Blackout 4 as far as I'm concerned <laughs> Like, so that's what I like it for and I do, don't mind Team Deathmatch now and then like me and Michael plays I played um, a few of the different games, like we tried some domination and some uh, search and destroy, and like some of the different ones on it to spice it up a bit. But Call of Duty Black Ops Four is primarily blackout modes, and like mm-hmm. I would be happy yeah, if they too. never gave me another map. But if they give us another map, then that's just that well done to you. And I mean, they could technically do do a map for each Call of Duty game. Like I would happily pay a tenner, um, even though I got the season pass, so I wouldn't happily pay it. But say they said once what we're going to do is we're going to add like a modern warfare blackout mode so it's the same big map but each area is like a you know multiplayer map from modern warfare mm-hmm. or something you know what i mean by that mm-hmm. so like you've maybe yep. got the crash in one bit you, you know that sort of thing because yeah, that's yeah. Basically i think we spoke done. about this before yeah that would be yeah. cool that would be the cool thing and they could easily go that way they're obviously going to they're kind of working on it as well and um like the zombies like they've, they've, they've added stuff to the zombies as well like in it fraser keeps talking about this boss zombie thing and like there's different stuff added, but I'm not really into the zombie section of Blackout, and to be more honest, most of the games that me and you play, or the, us and the guys play, the Edge Patrol, play on um, not the Bang Boy, um, play on <laughs> Blackout 4, is uh, we, we don't come across zombies very often unless it's by choice, so I'm fine with that now, because I kind of got what Andy was meaning about that they should be taken out of it, but it is very optional. Like You don't even have to go in the building where the zombies are. It's just annoying if your chosen starting point is where the zombies mm. are and you're trying to get weapons, but hey, I, I love the rest of the mode anyway. Um, so yeah, um, Battlefield Five had so much fun in it that I was like, I'm not really bothered if you guys don't buy it. I, I think I could play this mode. Like I found it more fun than Star Wars Battlefront 2, and I'm okay. a huge Star Wars fan. Mm. Um, and I just really loved that. I was like, "Let's play this mode." And you're like, "No, no, this is the black. This is it. This is the battlefield mm, mode." And you yeah. get really annoyed. And I'm like, "Oh," and they did like battlefield before, so we'll play this mode. <laughs> and I had so much fun in that. Uh, more fun, I would say, than Call of Duty. Um, is it domination? Yeah, it's domination. Right. Or hard point. Oh, the, hard the capture point the flag, it. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as fun in Call of Duty, so I'm like, I really enjoy this mode and it looks really nice it looks different the weapons handle really good in it compared to like battlefield one it just it was a bad mistake like i know world war one's not touched upon a lot in games but that's probably why because if you're going for accuracy the weapons are so all terrible slow, man. Like, unreal. yeah so this was fast enough like 
uh, it didn't feel really overly World War One. The map that we kind of played on was dead rocky and open, so there wasn't as many mm. buildings as normal. There was kind of half ruined castles and stuff. So I'm kind of putting that down to the destruction because I did notice in the campaign I did throw a grenade down and it blew the side out of an airport hangar. So okay, cool. I have noticed the destruction, um, but hey, who knows? Who knows? I'm not saying that the destruction is in it. That that wasn't a selling point for me. I did have enough fun, and this isn't a bad thing, but like in that mode, you don't have to play with people you know to have that fun, whereas I feel mm. in Call of Duty, like, it, it, it's mo- I wouldn't play Blackout by myself in quads, do you know what I mean? Like, without the communication, I don't think that Battle Royale mode's as good. You need at least one no. other person you know on with you. Um, I mean, you can play singles. I wouldn't enjoy it as much, because I'd be dead pretty soon, unless I just hid <laughs> for the entire game, and yeah. as much as hiding's a strategy, like, it's not fun. So I prefer with like other folk and like oh come and get this weapon oh, look this is here oh there's two guys down there I like that about the game and it's mm, kind of cool yeah. that we we Michael's come on with this as well because he is good at the game like he's much better than he's me. much better than what me and you are yeah yeah for sure me, me, me and you are about on par in that mode but then it's weird because if you fire on team deathmatch I am genuinely better than you at team deathmatch yeah definitely like, I totally agree yeah which which is strange because effectively this mode is just deathmatch in a bigger area if you know what I mean like yeah. I don't get why I'm so bad at play I wouldn't say we're, <laughs> we're I wouldn't say we're horrible players but we're like less than average good players like yeah you know we're kind of getting to grips with it I'm sure me and you might improve but we're never going to get to like in a year's time Fraser and Michael will be far superior to me and you but we won't mm. in a year's time I don't think me and you will be at the level they're at just now no no, definitely. No. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I don't know if it's our reaction time or just that we're bad at the game or reading the game. <laughs> yeah. They say, they they tend to be good at seeing guys where me and you're like, oh oh, where are they? Where are they? oh, I'm dead. Do you know, yeah. like. <laughs> so I'm, I I prefer having fun with it. It's like the stories, like for me, you go and look at the houses and it annoys Fraser no end. But then he he annoys us where he wastes time going to try and find a backpack, run away from us, and he's like, oh, I'm yeah. down. It's like, oh, <laughs> you don't need a backpack and getting caught in the storm. We have to go and rescue him. But anyway. That's 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 beyond the point. Or like, I know where a helicopter is. We're going. I'll get a helicopter to come to you. There was no helicopter, so I had to fly and get him that that time. But I mean, it's all fun. We're all having a good time with it, and that's the main thing mm. about games. And I haven't had fun like this in a multiplayer game since probably Call of Duty Ghosts. Like, I'm I'm not even lying about mm, that. Like, yeah. Battlefield Four, I had some fun, and I probably should have stuck it out because you guys played a hell of a lot of multiplayer on it. But I'd already fell out with the game because remember my campaign mode that I was really enjoying it deleted my oh, progress oh yeah, yeah glitched yeah so yeah it glitched no I was like I'm not restarting because I was like halfway through I'm not playing this um, <laughs> Battlefield 1 campaign the war stories was alright this one I've read the reviews and it says it's like there's less war stories and it doesn't do it any mm. better like they're spending like say instead of having six they've got three characters and Right. you don't get as much time but again this is a game that I got in CD keys for like £42 Andy Digital hmm. so yeah. I, I ain't complaining at that price I'll have enough fun on multiplayer yeah. Um, but yeah anyway back to what I was saying like because we'll need to wrap up soon obviously because I'm up at 6 tomorrow um, Battlefield 5 I'm looking forward to it but I'm going to play World War 2 to give my opinions for next week I'm going to play World War 2 on Friday when I get back um, what, what from your remembrance of World War 2 remembrance from what you remember of World War Two, um, how does it compare? I don't graph it or anything like as a World War Two game. What ones kind of better, if you will? I don't know. Um, so I haven't played the campaign at all of Battlefield uh, Five, Five, so yeah. I, I can't really compare the campaign. Um, 
But I would say that the multiplayer on Battlefield is way better than the multiplayer was in Call of Duty. Because in Call of Duty, it's just like the Team Deathmatch shit. And I really, really didn't like what they what they did with it. I mean, the, like, the sort of loading screen. So they had like this mm. kind of ready-up area. Yeah, like Destiny so, like, almost, but it went for person. Kind of, yeah. So you're like running about in like this wee camp. And like you can go and speak to a guy and get like loot boxes and like... I don't know, level up your guy or whatever, and I hated that. It was really strange, um, and that was like in between every match. See, like, from what I understand, they have updated every so season match, so you can skip that completely now, and it just okay. goes to your menu options because a lot of folk hated that. Mm. But uh, as far as I'm aware, this wasn't a well-received call, like even worse so than Infinite Warfare. Yeah, no, I didn't enjoy the multiplayer whatsoever. Like uh, I played it a bit with like Fraser and I think it was like Allison at the time, um, and like they seemed to enjoy it but like it was a case of like you know how in in black ops 4 like you die a lot in the team deathmatch modes and the the respawns are quite fast and stuff like that and and that was fine because it feels fast it feels fluid and i don't mind dying and dying over and over and over in that mode like that that's all right but like in this one it just took you ages to get anywhere like to get to the action like i think the levels were a bit too big like the levels in college game yeah yeah, I would say so. Yeah, because they're all spread out. Because it's all like the it's all like war themed levels. Like you're going over like big bridges with like trenches and stuff and shit like that, and like yeah, and trenches and stuff like that. And I just think they were too big for like the matches where it's like whatever, whatever it is, ten on ten or or how how many it was. Be instant action, like bang dead, bang dead. You yeah. know, it's like yeah, and like I I definitely feel that we're getting that out of like Black Ops Four for sure. But I didn't never felt that way at all in uh, in uh, World War Two at all. Didn't enjoy it one bit. Like, I tried hmm. to enjoy the campaign and hated it. Oh, so so for next week, can you try the campaign in Battlefield Five, and we'll have this yeah. discussion once I've oh, tried yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. So we'll maybe play another bit of Battlefield Five for next week online, me and Fraser. I'm sure we'll at least get one in before I black out at some point. And then um, if you try the campaign, I'll try World War Two campaign, and I'll compare the two, because obviously I've tried the opening hmm. mission and then the other bit because um, I think it's the entire first mission or the first war story you get with the prisoner that I was telling you about. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And it, uh, I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like World War Two games particularly, but this one's handling and the weapons that I was playing with seemed really cool. And I tried a couple mm-hmm. of the classes, and I, yeah, I think this this could be one for me. Like, obviously, Call of Duty Black Ops Four. I don't think it's going to be better than it, but yeah, I definitely could see myself putting time into it. Like when I bought nice. Battlefront. And, it didn't matter if I was online with anybody because you have fun in the big mode like that. Um, so yeah, um, definitely not a Call of Duty beta for me, but definitely one that when I seen it, like I enjoyed myself so much and I thought, hmm, do you know what? I had fun in that. Hmm. And where we were playing Call of Duty, I seen it on CD keys and I'm like, I weighed it up and weighed it up. And then I was like, uh, I think it was the day before I was coming here and I was like, hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm going to pick it up. So I just ordered nice. it. And then I was down the town and that's when I seen World War Two for a tenner and I was like, can't really argue with a tenner, so yeah, I'll just take that and try it out. Because even if it is shite, so it's only ten pounds. Like magazines are pushing that these days. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, cool. we'll see what we'll see what I feel about that. But yeah, Battlefield One, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, no, Battlefield Five, Battlefield One, I wasn't surprised. I didn't want the game. I got the game, and I, I wanted it even less after I played it. So, um, but yeah, that's that's about that's about all I played this week, as far as I can remember. Next week, nice. Dead Island for multiplayer. I think we're playing. Yeah, we'll try it. 
Um, next week oh. it should be noted. Next week is episode three hundred. Three hundred. Uh, we will take call-ins if anyone wants to call in. Um, if you shoot us a, if you hit us up on Twitter at forty two level one. Yeah, and you, you can shout out on the Facebook and stuff to the rest of the All Games hosts and you speak yeah. to Chip and stuff. Chip will yeah. definitely probably call in if he can. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put it out there. But yeah, if you've been on the show before and you, know, you want to come Or on, even just, if you've not. Even if you've not been on the show, just say, do you know who I miss? Jason Martinez. Remember he used to give us a review every week? It was a good show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. I wonder if he still listens. So if Jason Martinez listens, let us know if it's still a good show. Maybe <laughs> you get annoyed because we stopped uploading them. Yeah. I uploaded a lot upload. recently. You did. But there was a time where there was nothing uploaded for months, but that was probably because both of us were in the same... During the jobs. dark times. During the dark ages. But yeah, like, anyway, call in next week's 300. It's, it's a, a big milestone as far as I'm aware. Um... Technically, this is episode 300, but one of the episodes get lost. This is 273. <laughs> this is 299.5. This is like a remastered 273 episode. That's what it is, episode 273 remastered. <laughs> <laughs> remastered, yeah, that's it. So anyway, we're going to head off at, at, at that, I think, unless you've got anything else in. No, no. Cool, so like, stay tuned the next time where you've got the B team on all games. And thank you, everybody who's if you if you're one of those people that's listened to 299 episodes live or otherwise or whatever the podcast feeds up to, let us know. Even if you tweet us, we'll read out your tweets next week as well. Um, and I'll try and put something in the Twitter tomorrow if I get a kill. Okay, well, I'll get it at lunchtime. Um, and thanks very much for listening up to now. And here's to another 300 because me and Andy have made a pact that we retire when we're 42 years old. Yeah. But we'll see how we. We'll hit 42 and go, mm, do you know what? We're not ready to retire yet, so... No. We'll see we'll anyway. Rebrand. 43 level, <laughs> or 40, 43 level 42 one. level 2. 43 <laughs> level yeah. 1, yeah. Okay, so thanks very much on behalf of myself and Andy for listening. Stay tuned for the B team and Chip selling the guys. Um, we'll see you next week. Cheers, all games. Bye. Baby